listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from the middle of the Big 12, where I am currently catching up on my NFL football data. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And podcasting from Piedmont, Oklahoma, for the third time in five days, I'm Andrew Hoffman. Oh, must have had an interview. Yep, Fire Theft Radio. So Fire if you want to hear me, radio. if four hours from last week, plus however many hours we do today is not enough, you can listen to me ramble on Fire Theft Radio. But for for how, long, how long? An hour? It was over two hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, what were you guys talking about? It was, you know, I I hadn't done an interview in a while, so I did a pretty poor job, but uh, hopefully. <laughs> I bet you didn't. I hopefully bet you it worked didn't. out okay. So, uh, it was kind of a little bit of, it, it was a little rambly on my part. Not okay. your fault. But, uh, yeah, we had uh, Maverick Pilgrim. Who you may know from oh yeah agenda social for and sure communicating with us yeah he's one of the co-hosts and then uh, Sam with the formerly of God's Property Radio is another co-host and then Chuck who I who um, was the only one of the three who doesn't listen to our RRN um, but uh, yeah nice nice guy and so it was a, a fun time yeah. Nice, nice. And that was, would you, Saturday? Yeah. There you yeah. go. All right. Do we have a, a URL? I could throw it in the show notes here. I put it in the show notes. Okay. It's FTR93, Hail Hydra Part 11, The New World Order in the Eugenics Wars. Okay. So this is not the first interview back. No. So it was my mistake. Sam is new to being a co-host, but... Uh, Fire Theft Radio has been around a good long time. This was episode ninety-three. So okay, wow, yeah. This is episode two ninety-four over here. So the thing about America is there's always more football, there and is. the thing about podcasts is there's always more podcasts, <laughs> no matter how 
like niche you think you are and you think you've got to be one of the only podcasts in this tiny little category there's probably podcasts you haven't even heard of so <laughs> i like it i like it yeah. uh yeah i mean there is basically a podcast for everything and a, uh, a diy video on uh on youtube for everything yes yeah there's just never like how do I do X, Y, Z, and then no results? Yeah. No, always an answer. There's always there more is... football, Tim. Yeah. That's the great There's thing all... about America. There's always more football. There such really a is. such a young Andrew there. Oh man, so naive. <laughs> was was I pro vaccine too? I don't think so. Narrator, he was not. He was not. Was I convinced George W. Bush was doing a great job and 9-11 was legit? No, it was... But, uh, yeah, definitely more pro football. So, man, there is... You know, speaking of podcasts, but there's... You're you're sending me movie links, then you're not even watching them. Nope, it's true. So, That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, so, okay, here, here's a... Here's a funny connection to... Here's a funny connection to the podcast, right? Okay. So Friday, okay. this is after our marathon show. Four-hour show. You had two pots of coffee the next day. Yeah. I'm texting you like, I don't I barely, I don't know if I can make it to the gym today. Yeah. So so you're, you're sending me links <laughs> to like a two-minute clip from a movie. Yep. And oh, then, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yep. And the... <laughs> The audio is pretty weird. I don't know if it's on my end, Tim, but okay. just FYI. Okay, so, let, I don't me, know. let me check it. What is going on with the audio? It's it's like you got way louder all of a sudden. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. Test, test, test. Yeah, I am S- way sounds louder. Sounds fine now. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Sorry. So... You're sending me clips from the Earthing movie, yep, which is the remarkable science of grounding. Mm-hmm. Now, I have peripherally heard some of the alternative health people talk about grounding and get your bare feet on the ground and right. okay, a little bit, but very, very little. Yes. So you send me this clip. Uh, Jason Burmes is. So referring to it like greatest thing ever. No, 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 no. So hold, then, on, hold on. Guess what? Hold guess on. what question I get on Fire Theft Radio the next day? Have you ever heard of grounding? Yeah. What do you think of grounding? <laughs> True story. Okay, Jason Burmes isn't thinking it's the best thing ever. What happened is, I mean, I didn't get into bed till like three in the morning last week or last Thursday because right. or I guess it would be Friday morning. Because we finished the show, and then I got all the links on there, got the show out, like, boom, done. Just like, I, like I promised, because I said I would. About to do the same thing again, but I'm hoping not to be up till three. Um, so, when you're up that late, <laughs> you're waiting for MP3. Like, you've done all the work, copy all the clips, put it in the website, make the post, fix the links, do the donation note, type the, the title, type the description, everything. You're waiting for the final export of the MP3 and uh, just click on Twitter. And like Jason Burmes is like literally awake, right? Like, he just like pops up on my Twitter like, what is this? Where's the rest of the movie? And I'm like, what is he talking about? So I click on it and 
I mean, I was, we should almost have the clip. I didn't know we were going to be talking about it this much. But uh, basically, the guy, the clip is the guy starts trying to cure uh, all these different symptoms of inflammation by grounding himself. Yeah. <laughs> Taking metal, running it like a, they call that metal. It's a metal duct, tape. Or, yeah, the metal yeah. duct. It's actually duct tape, but not the actual duct tape, like the heat reflecting duct tape. Yeah. Uh, he put across his bed. Hooked a wire to it, stuck the wire out the window, and shoved the stake in the ground. Connected it to the wire, and said he slept amazing, and found a bunch of you know people to to follow him, get his results, and I don't know, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it the next day, and I, a lot of that, and that's why I texted it to you, but I think a lot of that was, I was delirious, I was delirious, I hadn't slept enough. Jason Vermis said, "What's this?" And then all morning, all day the next day, I you know, probably couldn't contain too many thoughts in my head as tired as I was. And that was the one that kept rattling around. So let's see so, if I can find that clip so that we can. Yeah, but the by, the time, on this. by the time you sent it to me or by the time I got it anyway, uh, th- there were replies with the full movie. So I, right. So then I'm like, well, did you watch the full movie? And of course, no, no. no. T- Tim's on to the next thing. Don't have you enough know, time we, for that. So then I'm. I'm stuck trying to slog through the <laughs> the Earthing movie, figure this thing out, and then I'm getting asked about it on a podcast the next day. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I got nothing good or bad to say about grounding, and still not a not an expert. So yes, we will still we will defer that. But if anyone has strong takes, and our our podcast listeners have their own thoughts and strong takes on a very regular basis so you are yes, more than do. welcome to share share them with us uh if you think it's a bunch of nonsense and you have reasons for that feel free to share that and if you think it's the greatest thing ever and you're welcome to share that too great time so. to mention something that i actually have been thinking a lot about and that is uh one thing about our show that i like <laughs> and i like about doing a podcast with you is uh we reserve the right to change our mind. We may be wrong on stuff. And we may change our mind on stuff. There's a few things that like we will not change our mind on. We are, you know, I guess firmly right. entrenched, but we're willing to listen to counter arguments to those things. But we we do change our mind on things. So, I don't know. I just once you get you can't change or, you know, you can't you, you're like firmly entrenched in everything, you know, you start to really put yourself in a bad spot and then people it's easier to take people down like that like oh he always believed in this it's like if you guys have information out there that's like completely contradicts something that we said or do or talk about then yeah send it in we, we want to know this is basically this whole podcast is andrew and i observed a lot of the same things in life live lives that were used to be a state apart and now are probably about 10 or 20 miles apart yeah. uh and try to just compare notes talk about football and catch up with each other and see kind of what each other thinks but it's i don't always agree with you he he doesn't you know you don't always agree with me but we have plenty of uh room to grow and if people you know feel strongly about it and they want to send us stuff about it yeah awesome i don't know anything about grounding it's uh yeah it's weird (laughs) all right so that's there's been a pattern. Right? Did you make it and through? Did you make it through the? Uh... No, no. I'm like seven minutes in. <laughs> so the I I did watch of the. So I, I've got a list of of four um, 
four documentaries here, and I've watched exactly one of them. Okay. And the one that I watched all the way through and can fully recommend is uh, Meet Elon Musk, Technocratic <laughs> Huckster from James Corbett. So people should watch that, um, especially the, well, the we- intro's funny. If you've never seen James Corbett before, just keep watching past that part, but it, it's funny if you if you know him so absolutely we thought about clipping it but it's the visual is too good so I'll, yeah you uh, gotta you gotta see him in his youtube hat yeah <laughs> <laughs> where did he get the shirt did he buy the shirt how did he get the shirt that's, that's the first thing i thought oh i'm sure someone sent it to him yeah <laughs> yeah yeah guaranteed this this these are um satirical gifts that were sent his way that that would be my my guess there but you know even oh. the even the great james corbett can have a typo in there it said technocratic instead of cratic for for the title so yeah, maybe you know, we we don't know if it was if it was james or or brock west or or the fellow editor of my Substack, there i won't i won't call her out on the on the podcast there but uh we we don't know it's needed explanation how did this happen so but uh the documentary itself if you're if you're not already on on the uh anti-elon musk side you definitely need to see that i haven't actually made it all the way through but i will say Proud of proud of our proud of our work over here. I feel like we're mostly on the same page with uh, with James on this one. Yeah, he he didn't cite us as an example of like people who should know better and don't for this one. So that's good. So, so, there, so I've actually watched that one. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby so steps, I, Andrew. Don't and the the next one and see. So today. Oh, You're God. sending me stuff. Did I send you something today? Yes. Oh God. <laughs> you know what you sent. What did I send? I believe it's a screenshot of an anonymous Twitter post, Tim. My favorite thing. Like so how could how can we how trigger are, Andrew? Let's send him well, an How are you I, this easily triggered? Like is is it like as you get older are you just becoming like an easily triggered person? Like Okay, so <laughs> Well let me let me try to explain. No no let me try let, to explain. You can try to explain, but I also want to try to explain after. Okay. So this is the whole like spinning around thing. Spinning around dying. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to start. The All right, re- go ahead. I will start. Go ahead. So here, guys, here's the deal. I it goes found, back a few weeks. Yeah, I found the clip. I'm sure it, it, it's good that we're talking about this on the show now. But I'll, I wanna, I'll I wanna, meet myself. You don't have to meet yourself. I want you to be a part of this conversation. Um, Andrew... <laughs> It's it's super quick. It's gonna be super quick. A few years or a few weeks ago, I found that clip of people spinning around in circles, and then falling dead. And I just thought immediately. I thought, hmm, that's weird. It looks like they're seeing something, almost like something spiritual. But I didn't bring it to the show. I didn't say, you know, this is something we should talk about on the show because I don't know what it is. Because I'm well aware <laughs> that there are tricks being played on us, and I remember all the the fake, you know, Chinese videos from the beginning of COVID. So I didn't bring this thing to the show because I don't have any uh, proof one way or the other what's going on with that with that video. But man, that thing won't go away. 
there is, uh, I've seen uh, One America News did a full story on it. I've seen uh, people now on Reddit posts or whatever are doing all that. I saw, I saw this happen with my own eyes. Um, yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. So there's, there's my explanation. My reason for sharing it with uh, Will and you is because you guys both believe in a spiritual realm and you guys could say, yeah, that looks like he's seeing something. But, you know, I, I feel like you might have taken it. It's hard through text to, to get the tone, but you might have taken it like I was taking it seriously. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what this is. It, you know, I'm presenting it as like, what is this? I don't have an answer for it. It's weird. And now we've hit a, like a weird point where like, is it still in your Twitter feed everywhere, Andrew? No. Okay, that's no. good. Well, we've hit a weird point where it's starting to show up more and more places and more and more people are talking about it. So I I guess it's good we do talk about it on the show. But yeah, there's no... There's no yeah, explanation for it. I don't think I have reacted to any of it on Twitter. Okay. So the algorithm so it's doesn't, a good, okay. doesn't know that it can trigger me with this <laughs> material. So it, cause it all came, you know, signal message through yeah. from you. Yeah. So I think this is a continuation of a, a trend in, Using alternative media for propaganda. <clears throat> okay. 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 And this is, it goes back if you, you don't have to go back very far to the falling down dead, uh, you know, coronavirus sure. videos from the beginning of COVID. Sure. All over TikTok, just, but it was secret. It wasn't being put out on purpose. It was just somehow everyone was being able to see them and, you know, that authoritarian Chinese government just couldn't keep stuff off of TikTok. Okay. So I I feel like we should kind of learn our lesson. The the videos there are explanations for at least some of them where it's like the guy got stung by a wasp. There's also no clear evidence that these people died. You know, there's no like there's no documentation like Here's this event that was videotaped, and here's uh, stories from eyewitnesses on on what happened. There's like, there's anonymous posts, and there's video clips out of context spliced together to make it all look like the same phenomenon. So this is, this is the know. hard part about this conversation. I feel like we keep missing each other, whether it's via text or here on the podcast. And that is, I don't care if there's no documentation. What the heck is going on in this video? And, so, and and I'm willing to talk about it if I'm being game, but I just don't understand what's happening in the video. And so, so I'm, I, and I, and I'm not presenting well, it as like, this is clearly happening, Andrew. This is real. I'm presenting it as, what is this? And you keep saying, okay. it's fake. And I'm like, okay, it's, that's, that's okay. I'm willing to consider that. But Well, actually, so, yeah, you're, my point is not that it's fake. My point is that it's propaganda, whether it's real or not. Okay. And the reason is there's how many people that have gotten the COVID vaccine? Four billion? Sure. You know, various versions all over the world. First of all, if it's the evil mRNA vaccines, those aren't the ones they're giving out in China. So this is something now. The clip's it, not I, all China though. No, the the original clip looks like it is mostly Asia, but yes, I, okay. Then there's there's events from other places, but regardless, there's if you believe that there's different types of vaccines, which I think is up for debate anyway. Right. Um, 
then if it's the Pfizer Moderna, those are not given out in China. And if it's just the you're like you're debunking I, this thing, I still don't wait, care. Wait, I still wait. don't care if it's mRNA or not. I don't even know if it's related to the vaccine. It's just a okay. weird video. Okay, but what what I'm saying is that we've got the elephant in the room is billions of people given these vaccines, millions of people dying, and they're dying of heart attacks for no reason they're dying of fast acting cancers yes no like 32 year old ufc fighter dead of cancer a fast acting cancer didn't know he was sick just had a fight you know however a year ago or whatever then all of a sudden he's got cancer and then all of a sudden he's dead you know just is that normal he's canadian i wonder if he got the vaccine or not so there's there's all these things happening this is the the you know elephant bleeding out in our living rooms and (laughs) what they're what they're doing is they're saying don't look at millions of people dying all around the world and figure out what's going on from cancer and heart attacks and whatever go look at these weird spinning around videos and i maybe they've got some you know directed energy weapons to kill a few people off that way to try and you know just don't don't think about the the big picture what's going on think about this thing that which could be debunked or you know could be real could be whatever but look over there look over there don't don't look at what's right in front of you because all of us know people that are vaccine damaged and it's getting worse and worse and more obvious and more obvious and they're they're you know they're busting out kanye west like yeah. all right, yeah. Kanye, can you can, can you uh, can you uh, offend the Jews, please? Can you offend the Jews? Can we need we need a Twitter controversy? You know, we need to ban you from some social media, and you can buy a parlor, and it's you know, and uh, let's put Alex Jones on trial. We need some, <laughs> you know, we need some distracting content, and we need to distract him from the the big story that's actually going on too. So yeah. it's that, that's that's my take is that I man I I feel like there's so much yeah obvious proven stuff we the only question we should be discussing is when does Anthony Fauci's trial start yeah for the you know the the millions of people and speaking of Anthony Fauci do you know what all this stuff going on is distracting us from Tim do you know what movie premiered today? No. Man, that's bad, too. If I'm supposed to be plugged into this. The real Anthony Fauci movie. Today was the start. So I I threw a link in. It'll be in the show notes. You go there. You put in your email address. You can watch it for free for the next nine days. Okay. So, so and I'm, if I'm I know, like... Tw- if I know any doctors... I could just give them this link and they could just go yes. watch it themselves. Yeah. And this is just like the book. This, I mean, uh, I, I, I've watched the first 20 minutes of it. Uh, let me see here. We've got Event 201 covered. Uh, we've got Robert Malone being interviewed. Dr. Mercola being interviewed. Yes. Peter Mercola being interviewed. Yes. Naomi Wolf being interviewed. Yes. Mark Crispin Miller being being interviewed the first 20 minutes they this is all in the first 20 minutes you know i'm (laughs) sure they they're in it 
throughout, but, you know, clips from them in the first 20 minutes. You've got a clip of Bill Gates that I hadn't seen before saying masks are pretty magical and they don't have much downside. Overlaid of pictures of his daughter's mask free for the guests and the participant 2021 wedding with the staff all wearing masks. So Bill Gates, his daughter, all the guests, no, not a mask in sight. The, uh, you know, the waiters and waitresses, they're wearing masks. Hmm. Um, let's see. We got uh, a uh, Vera Sharav, who's a Holocaust survivor, saying, talking about the, the role of masks in um, basically, you know, what the the mental damage is from wearing masks and equating them to a yellow star. I'm sure somehow that'll get converted to Kennedy said that therefore, you know, I, I think they've already tried that with them, but uh, anyway, I don't think you can cancel her since she's a literal Holocaust survivor. Uh, you've got RFK uh, Jr. Comparing them to the, the duck and cover programming of when he was a kid. He said the the master signal of obedience and to, to stay away from each other. We talked about that back at the time. Uh, you've got the AZT HIV remdesivir connections there. With Anthony Fauci, when he promoted remdesivir and like got all, uh, all giddy about the uh, remdesivir trial that hadn't been published yet, that turned right. out to be totally bogus. He refers back to this reminds me of 1986 in the AZT trial. Wow. It's still claiming that that was a good thing. Like it, man. So there is no way that you can you can read the book, the real Anthony Fauci, or you can, I think, even sit through this documentary if the first 20 minutes are are any indication. And be like, oh yeah, I'll get a COVID vaccine. Seems legit. Anthony Fauci's great. Give me the bobblehead. So you know, this is what <laughs> for, for the for the normies, like this is the information we gotta push out there. I'm not saying the other stuff isn't interesting and is necessarily a hundred percent bogus. I'm just saying there's a lot of distractions going on to keep people from being like Hey, what was just done to us over the last two years? Yeah, yeah. So. All right, that's a good point. I I uh, fully agree with you on those things. So that that I'm now I understand why it triggers you, and that makes sense in the bigger context. It's not. Uh, that's a symptom of my ADD. I'm just like, hey, what's this? What's this? What do you do here? What are we doing there? And then just right onto the next thing. But yeah, bigger picture. I am seeing all that other stuff, but this is the only thing that people are willing to talk about, and it's a silly spinning around uh so get get this buddy i did some work for you because you I, I had a feeling you were gonna try and debunk that video even though okay. i don't like i said i don't care if it's real or not just wanted to mention it and i'll, I'll stick with it i thought it looks weird it looks like they saw something spiritual that's all uh but i found something for you uh especially if you're gonna try and debunk that video this is from uh if i click this link will it give me yeah this is from neurology.org, <laughs> an EEG study. <clears throat> Abstract purpose, gyratory seizures. 
have been rarely described and generalized as well as in uh, focal epilepsies. They were defined as a rotation around the body axis during a seizure for at least 180 degrees. The mechanisms of generation are unknown and have been discussed controversially. The aim of this investigation was to further delineate seizures, semiology, and assess a possible lateralizing and localizing value of the gyratory seizures. Methods. The authors screened 277 patients with intractable epilepsies referred to a university hospital for pre-surgical evaluation between 1998 and 2004. This has been going on for a long time. For gyratory seizures, uh, 169 had temporal lobe epilepsy, 47 frontal lobe epilepsy, 38 generalized epilepsies, and 23 had extemporally multifollicle epilepsy. 12 patients showed gyratory movements in 17 seizures. Eight had FLE and four had TLE. And 58%, the gyratory movement was uh, initiated by a forced versive movement of the head, followed by a rotation toward the counterlateral side of the seizure onset. In 42%, the gyratory mo- uh, movement was not preceded by a forced head vision or forced head version. In these seizures, the direction of the rotation was toward the side of the seizure onset. Conclusions, the direction of rotational lateralizes lateralizes seizure onset zone in focal epilepsy depending on the seizure evolution. One, gyratory seizures starting with a forced version of the head ensuing into a body rotation lateralized seizure onset zone counterlogical to the direction of rotation. Goodness gracious, hard to read. Last little bit and we're done. In these these seizures, without a preceding gyratory forced head version, the direction of the rotation is toward the size of the seizure, seizure onset. They occur more frequently in frontal lobe epilepsy than in temporal lobe epilepsy, while none of the other patients with the gyratory seizures had generalized epilepsy. So, if you read that... And if I dumb this down to layman's terms, I know my, our listeners are smarter than us. Uh, what that said to me was that where the source of epilepsy is in their head, where the issue is in their brain, often can trigger a head movement in that direction, which then leads them to spin <laughs> on their axis, on their backbone, uh, in that direction and have a seizure. Now, if you read that and then go back and watch that video... <clears throat> Aside from a, maybe one or two, uh, you could definitely say they were all seizures. Because at the end, what's crazy, uh, what's what's interesting that you just mentioned too, is that there's no evidence any of those people died. Um, and there isn't. There's no evidence that any of them died. And if you go back and watch it, and you think maybe they're having a seizure, well, they go stiff as a board. Like Their legs like stick up, their hands like stick up. So uh, I think this might be the answer. And then... You add in that they're trying to distract us from talking about real things, and I think this might be what's actually going on. Uh, I don't know, though. It's it's possible it could be more, but this seems like the most uh, plausible explanation to me. Well, on the very much verifiable from, you know, post-vaccine era videos of people collapsing, a lot of them just collapse (laughs) just kind of freeze up and go either like straight forward or straight back yes there's 
violently so, hit the ground. Yeah, there's been two I haven't, recently. I haven't seen any of those where they're where they have like the spinning thing yeah. or even really a seizure yeah. thing necessarily. But I won't I won't uh, punish you and the the listeners any further. But I found another article <clears throat> on PubMed and in basically basal gangly involvement in rotational seizures and this is another so, thing so this is known that the, so is can, the because that study was all epileptic seizures which are kind of their own category right yeah so are there rotational seizures for non like non-epileptic seizures i don't know i'm looking through this one this is also for epileptic seizures so yeah, looks like these are just epileptic seizures. Well, they're studies of. Well, let's think and about it, this. Let's just, I mean, do let's they have, do they have video out. of someone having the lateral epileptic seizure? Because it does sound like it could be the same thing, but I don't know if that, you know, does it look like what those videos show, or is, does it look like something totally different? Right? I, yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know the answer, and then that's I'm fine with not knowing the answer. I'm not going to sit here and tell everybody that. There's a directed energy weapon going to nuke their brain from, you know, two miles away from the nearest cell phone tower. But I am saying there's something weird and yeah, who knows? So one more note, and this is, you know, about 20 minutes in the real, real Anthony Fauci movie. And this was a, a highlight for me in the book was the, uh, was, um, the documentation of Tess Lowry, who was basically saying, you know, she was one of the pro-ivermectin doctors. Right. Talking to Andrew Hill, who was very pro-ivermectin until he was uh, told by the Gates Foundation and others that he needed to, to knock that down. Right. And basically betrayed her and others with what... with the paper that he put out the summary of the research so they have that video in the documentary so it's a what video? she rec- she recorded it oh, of him of saying that, that interaction yeah oh that's perfect i think where where he you could see him and you know in the book it describes it but you could see him just squirming because he knows he's being a sellout he knows he you know I don't know. It's great, great video to to watch, and he, he admits it comes from the the funders, <laughs> you know, the, the people. And then it it shows who that is. It's all the gates, all the usual suspects. Gates that story sounds insanely but, familiar. I must have heard an interview where RFK explained that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's in the book too. But yeah. Okay. So. Anyway, so I'm I'm. Ex- I'm definitely going to watch the rest of that movie. I will attempt to watch Tim's uh, It's Now Your Earthing movie, even oh, though you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, good. And so Earthing is your thing. Copper's my thing. You are in charge of Earthing. So I don't, I don't, I don't know that I want to be in charge of Earthing. The other one I said <laughs> you actually... Or Grounding. I, sh- I should say Grounding. Grounding. It's yeah. Grounding, yeah, yeah. But it's the, the Earthing movie. The other so. one I sent, I think, is more interesting, the MMS thing. Okay, the which we have a a persistent emailer that's yes. like, you know, this hey, is the answer. 
she's in a, in a nice but a firm way is saying like quit messing around with all this this other stuff like this is what you actually need and it's she's wasn't saying MMS but it's the same thing right yeah what is it the I believe so oh what's it called hydrochloride no it is uh or cds is what she's usually calls it yeah which uh andreas clack calker right it's the the guy pushing that uh well hold on chlorine dioxide it's chlorine dioxide yeah yeah bookmarks let me see if i can open my bookmarks here yes i i have it i have a bookmark i'm you know i'm quantum, open to it quantum leap the mms documentary go to jimhumblebooks.co and it talks about the health recovery guidebook and he's basically just saying oh secrets of enlightenment uh, oh uh. no no wait a second wait a second so this guy came up with a brilliant thing and it is it is actually brilliant um so he goes on in the story. We'll have to get clips and bring them next time so we can really talk about it in depth. But they asked him, you know, how are you keeping this, you know, without, because many, you know, uh, like the Red Cross. The Red Cross actually started using this in uh, an African country. A bunch of the low-level people, you know, who are like volunteering their time or going over to try oh, really? and actually help people. And they started using this. They were able to keep, uh, cure people of malaria within a day or two. By giving them just the right amount of, of this uh, substance or whatever, this mixture. And they came and shut it down. The Red Cross got word of it. And within a day or two, they came and shut it down. They said, no, no, no. We're giving out vaccines here. We're not. What are you doing? We're not, we're cur- not curing people. We're not curing malaria here. So, and he talked about how that really just, you know, made him distraught. And then they tried to, they've tried to come after him several different times. So what he did was. Uh, he created a church <laughs> and his church is basically just uh, to like what is the name of it but it's basically all just uh, a, a cover for like getting this stuff and all the all the like the leaders of his church know how to mix the <laughs> mix this thing and, and it's all just like the health church or something like this so what's uh, the point of having it be a church he's able to uh, escape all of the uh, laws of business because it's a 501c3 and it's protected by uh, freedom of religion. In Africa? It's it's here in the US. It's all over the oh. world. He has it all over okay. the world. Here in the US is I think the main spot, but it's he's got it in like 180 countries something like that. Anyway, I just thought it was I don't know this guy might be a total charlatan. I didn't know we were going to talk about this on the show, but I uh, thought it was interesting. Yeah, so so that's the that's the fourth one. So I haven't I haven't started that one yet. All right, so you watch James you got to watch Real Anthony Fauci. I think everybody else should watch those two for sure. Yeah. Leave the grounding and the hydrochloride or whatever the heck we're talking about here to Andrew and I on our off, all the off time. Oh, all no, of- I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm open to, to input. I'm, you know, it, it, it hits all the uh, positive things of like, hey, here's something like really simple and exists really in the effective. world that, that God created. And that the government will kill you for yes. for using, you know yes. that that all rings true to me. Um, having the word quantum in that's a that's a trigger word for me. 
So <laughs> I didn't know you were you so know. you're so easily triggered this week. So, so, yeah, tr- so tr- triggering you left and right. So you know, next thing we this will take you to a higher level of <laughs> consciousness, and then we get you know, which there there's another side rant. I, I figured out the David Ike pattern of oh, his gosh. spiel. Oh gosh, okay, okay, and this is. And I'm thinking back to David Icke stuff. I'm like, yep, that's it. So well, hold on a second. But do we need to do any precursors for any of our newer listeners who don't even know? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, who is listening to us that doesn't know who David Icke is? I don't know. It's a good point. Yeah. Well, I, I actually the younger ones. Yeah. Our good friend know, Chris White yeah. debunked him so thoroughly. Yes. David Icke debunked. Oh, I must watch it. I that, sent that that's to actually you. good. A good. Uh, introduction to david Icke, but I, I agree i sent i remember never forget i sent that to a couple of new agers and they watched it like this this is really interesting and then at the end you know chris white drops the hammer and he's like and the answer is jesus yeah. <laughs> and they, they emailed back to like i can't believe you made me watch this <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry that god exists and i just reminded you of it so, sorry yeah, so so the David Icke pattern. Yeah, yeah, here's David Icke. Here we go. All right. So I'm you have him on, oh. you're like like, Hey David Icke, what's going on with COVID? COVID is crazy. Like, and then he goes on for ten minutes and most of what he says is what we say. Yeah, we, yeah and yeah. he will he but he will also give you stuff that you haven't heard elsewhere and yep. you're like new oh, information. Man, that, That's man, good stuff. that makes that makes a lot of sense and the the 5g and the this happening there and this happening it all ties together it all makes sense and then he's like and and it's this is all to fool you from you think you're a person living on earth when in reality you are an omnipotent uh, uh, uh everlasting light source having an experience <laughs> of living on earth and you need to you need to realize who you really are and that's so that it's all about you know taking the shackles off they're trying to control you with you know with he, he doesn't usually attack christianity directly but it's certainly what he's pushing very contradictory to christianity you know, just this whole, and then it just goes into new age, whatever. And then he, he doesn't like stay on that. He just then snaps it back and he's got some other, you know, interesting information on COVID and brings it back into, to real stuff. But man, that is a, he is uh well-trained by the, the uh ascended, demonic spiritual powers yeah, ascended them. masters yeah, yeah yeah and he he admits to that he doesn't call them demonic obviously but he talks about his spiritual experiences and where he got all these ideas and where you know it didn't just pop and you know he was shown these things and like pick up this book and re, you know here's what's going on and so Spoiler is... alert, from about 2007 till 2011 or 12, Chris White spent huge amounts of time making documentaries to debunk each of the New Age truther slash New Age slash truther gurus and came to the final conclusion, almost sounding like a broken record, but it was true, that they were all being led by spiritual entities. 
smart entities with deception. Rat po- you know, rat poison doesn't work because the rat smells it and says, that smells like poison. Rat poison works because the rat smells it that smells like food. And it is, except for that 1% that'll kill you. And that is 100% yeah. what these guys did from Alan Watt to David Icke to, uh, um, who's some other ones? Jordan Maxwell. Oh, yes, I forgot. Jordan Maxwell. He was, he was more than 1% poison but, but yeah he was a yes. lot poison he and he wasn't really for the uh he wasn't he wasn't too great at his job of deceiving people you had to be you had to be really just able to look past a lot to fall for jordan maxwell's stick shtick uh david ike there's got to be another one though there's alan watt david ike and jordan maxwell my dad used to go on Sunday. oh sorry about that <laughs> um there's that I didn't, oh an ancient aliens debunked that was another one Yes, well, the the whole alien thing is its own... Well, that's new, a good point. You know, you know uh, David Icke shows up on the scene and says, I am the Messiah. That's first kind of his yeah, first... That's a, you know. a, this is a guy I want to take good advice from. He says, I am the Messiah in the, in the 90s. It's a good, good, good guy. Uh, Jordan Maxwell talks about he was uh, communicating with aliens. And he actually got in an argument because he appeared on a podcast with chris white and if i remember this right chris was like i think that you think it's real like you're a real believer i get it but you're talking to demons um david he he was always promoting helena blavatsky yes like a you know someone we should be listening to yes she comes up in that book i'm reading about quotes of secret society members um anyway yeah so that was a whole period that Andrew and I were molded by because the truther movement was going super new age. We were all about to ascend to the next level of consciousness and the, 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 uh, and there was 2012, you know? Yeah. 2012 was, was coming. The world was going to end. That was a big deal back then. Pole shifts and, and Nibiru, uh, Nibiru, N- Nibiru. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah the, the hidden planets, planet X. Ah, There's a planet coming I, right at us right now. Oh, you haven't you thought know, about I, this? I, I figured out Nibiru was bogus, but I had no idea that planets, period, were bogus at that time. So you always learn new things. Remember the Planet X? It was like so big. It was just, and the government's all keeping it a secret, but it's like about to yep. take up the whole, like it's about to run into Earth. It's so stupid. Or the the red the blood moon blood moons the, man there's blood moons the, the Mayans 2012 oh. the Mayans is it, yeah and then you know well, maybe it's 2021 no they're actually saying now I saw one the other day I swear to you I, on everything so the way they calculated this out if I can remember this right I don't even remember what baloney I saw this on but they're like listen. Back when the Mayans made their calendars, it was known that days were only 360 years. We calculated for 365 years when it changed and blah, 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 blah. So the actual end of the Mayan calendar is 2042. I was like, oh, 2042? It's coming. Yeah. I was getting sucked in. I was like, what is this about? What's going on? And then they went to that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I just wasted five minutes of my time. Precious time. (laughs) The Mayan calendar, yeah. There's. Let's listen to the people that were uh, sacrificing children on altars to false gods there. But yeah, but it it is all spiritual. I mean, it. You know, I'm. I'm not saying that stuff isn't real. It's just deception and 
demonic. So absolutely. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Friends of Epstein, servants of Satan. Yeah, and you know, I feel like we should I don't know, does Harvey Weinstein deserve like a place in the Friends of Epstein? He's definitely a friend of Epstein. It's got to be a friend of Epstein. I think they're all, yeah, yeah he's definitely a friend of Epstein. But uh, I did not know this story. Um, did you know that Harvey Weinstein and Gavin Newsom's wife, that she's like one of the people accusing him of sexual assault i i think i learned this probably about the same time you did sometime in the last week or so okay so uh just a random trash story oh never mind i won't say trash story it's from the post millennial they're an excellent news source uh harvey weinstein's Weinstein's legal dynasty stuff (laughs) to argue his relationship with gavin newsom's wife was consensual after new evidence so they they point out, and the judge, I believe, allowed it, um, that she, uh, Newsom's wife, will be questioned about an email she sent to Weinstein two years after allegedly being raped by the disgraced producer. Judge Lisa Lynch ruled that the defense could ask Siebel about an email she sent seeking media advice from Weinstein but could not say it was about revelations of an affair that Gavin Newsom had with an aide when he was mayor of San Francisco, writes Fox News. Weinstein attorney Mark Worksman said that attorneys were that the details were necessary, adding, of all things you'd think a woman that is raped by Harvey Weinstein wouldn't do, it's asking him how to deal with a sex scandal. <laughs> Valid point. The fact that she comes to Mr. Weinstein for that advice indicates the friendship and companionship of Jane Doe number four and Mr. Weinstein. The defense will be that they had an affair and that it was consensual. He continued. All right. So Harvey Weinstein, such a sleazebag. But it is amazing the incestuous, corrupt group of people. That, <laughs> I mean, like Gavin Newsom's connected all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah. Sharing a wife with Harvey Weinstein. Way to go, Newsom. Yeah. And his... uh, Well, she didn't think that was going to come out. She tried to kind of pile on. She was like, oh, no, I got me too. His ex-wife married to Donald Trump Jr. Newsom's ex-wife's married to Donald Trump Jr.? Yes. Uh, What's her name? She was on Fox news guilfoyle yeah kimberly guilfoyle yeah wow some's ex-wife so it's all a, it's a it's a big dirty corrupt club and we ain't in it it's, yeah, we should we should have that this should be an iso for the show george carlin it's a big club you ain't in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's that's about the longest george carlin clip you can get that's safe for the show but <laughs> He was a genius, though. He, I like the. Uh, I didn't like the. He was very anti-God, but uh, other than that, I liked a lot of it. You know, almost everything. He had good stuff with words. He was good with words. Really, the kind of analyzing language. He would do long, like five, ten minutes in the middle of his comedy sets. No one would even notice that they weren't laughing. Like he would just tell stories yeah. and, and like teach people. Kind of cool. Yeah, that's a. Someone's like, well, you know, he was brilliant, but he wasn't a comedian. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 
he just like told the truth and like people laughed at the end because it was in a joke format but yes he wasn't actually joking <laughs> yeah there's long periods during his sets where he, there's no laughing at all he's just talking yeah so one uh brief clip in the real anthony fauci movie at least i'm sure he's in there more later but dr david martin man we have not like beginning of COVID, it was all a bunch of his stuff and at least from my perspective, they successfully deleted that guy into nothing. Who is David Martin? I'm not remembering this guy. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw so, his face, I remember. So, I, I, yeah, he like wore a bow tie some of the time. Yeah. But uh, he, he has like a 200-page Fauci COVID-19 dossier. Dossier. No kidding. And uh, so I threw that. It's in the show notes. I haven't even read through it all. I'm not, you know, necessarily vouching for it. I just, um, a little peek behind the curtain. If there's something that I want to be able to find later, if I throw it in the show folder, I can find it. So, oh, there you go. You know, don't assume it's all an endorsement or that I had a particular reason, but if it's, you know, Maybe I just wanted to find it again. Oh, it's the so. same. Same with the, the links we throw in the show notes, Twitter feed, uh, yeah. anything. We're just we're just trying to aggregate all the news together, aggregate as much as we can, put it all together. Well, all right. Well, if you, yeah, I know you, you were doing some audacity clipping. You got some. I got some stuff clips for us. I got some clips for us. Uh, I got, some, <laughs> dude. So I'm gonna start us off with. Uh, it's a little bit longer, less it's less than five minutes, so it's not that long. But it's uh, Alex Jones. Did you hear the kind of an amount that he's being fined? Did we talked about it last week already. Nearly, you can round it up to a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they had this court proceeding where they came out and awarded the damages uh, via the courtroom. This like show trial. But Alex Jones being Alex Jones, he live streamed it into Infowars and then live commentated on it. So, oh yes, have you heard this? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, here we go <laughs> for a treat if you haven't. And you put the decimal points in. Oh, the decimal points in. Oh my God, fifty billion, hundred billion, trillion. They make these lies about all this money we've got. And all this, it's just all just delusional leftist crap. Like two men can have a baby. All right, Mr. Farrell. Same cult that wants to cut your son's balls off. Thank you. Don't fail. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, please listen to your verdict as it is read. Verdict. We, the jury, have reached our verdict as to damages in this case. We award damages to each plaintiff and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems LLC as follows. Uh, Roman number one, compensatory damages, instructions, filling both numbers for each plaintiff, then go to section two. Please enter your damage, damages assessments for each plaintiff on the lines below. Two plaintiff, Robbie Parker, A. 
defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $60 million. Yeah. Emotional distress damages, past and future, $60 million. Total fair, just, and reasonable damages to plaintiff Robert Parker and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems, and line A and line B, total $120 million. Yeah. By yeah. To plaintiff David Wheeler, A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $25 million. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $30 million. Yeah. Total fair, just, and reasonable damages to plaintiff David Wheeler and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems at line A and line B, $55 million. Yeah. Initial. Uh, Never said their name, don't know who they are. To plaintiff Francine Wheeler, A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $24 million. Yeah. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $30 million. Yeah. Total fair, just, and reasonable damages to plaintiff Francine Wheeler and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems, at line A and line B, total $54 million. Yeah. By juror number one. To plaintiff Jacqueline Barton, A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $10 million. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $18,800,000. Good, good. Total fair, just, and reasonable damages to plaintiff Jacqueline Barton and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems at line A and line B, $28,800,000. Initial by Get those numbers law. up. To plaintiff Mark Barton. Okay. 257 million right now. Come on, go. Damages, more than that. Future, $25 million. That's better. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $32,600,000. Never said their names, all Total made up. Nope. <laughs> hilarious. Mark Barton and against Alex Jones and Free Speech Systems at line A and line B, $57,600,000. That's better. Initial by journal. Get one. those numbers up. Two plaintiffs, Nicole Hockley. A, defamation slash slander damages, past and future, $32 million. B, emotional distress So the 73 damages, million from Remington wasn't enough. This is quite a money back. $400,600,000. Total, fair, just, and The difference is Remington had money, we don't. Nicole Hockley, and against Alec Jones and Free Speech Systems, at line A and line B, $73,600,000. Yeah! Initial plaintiff, excuse me. Get initial those numbers up. Two plaintiffs, Ian Hockley. And they're not done. They're going to everybody. This is right. damages, past and future, $38 million. Good. B, emotional distress damages, past and future, $43,600,000. Good. Total fair. If we don't have a billion, I'm not at I want to be the billion dollar man. And against Alex Jones and Free If we don't get to a billion, I'm not happy. He almost got there. Didn't even get to a billion. 975 million. Thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it shows the level of injustice that you can even plausibly claim that you're finding someone 975 million when they didn't get a trial. Yeah. Exactly. And the, it's like, what, what's the what's the crime? Well, it's not a crime. It's a civil trial. Okay. Well, how do you how do you slander someone if you've never said their name? Yeah. Yeah. 
how is that even possible? I think uh, Robbie Parker is probably the only one he said because there was that infamous yep. video yep. of him laughing and then getting up and and being all sad for the cameras. And it, Alex Jones, I'm sure, commented like many of us did, like, "Well, that doesn't look right." <laughs> But it, so I, should, wait, I don't hold on a second. Should I go back to our archives and delete any episodes where we talked about the guy laughing as he came out to the to the podium and, and him being possibly a crisis actor? Should I go? I, I'm that? somehow missing the the part where Alex Jones said, "Go to these people's houses and harass them and make threatening phone calls to them." They're they're you know they're all crisis actors. Like no, there there was none of that. So what's next? The reason I play this clip is. Twofold. Well, I'll tell you what's next. Well, the reason I play this clip is twofold. One, he has a possibility now to... He said he could spend a couple hundred thousand dollars and tie them up in appeals for years. Never pay a cent. And that's what he keeps... Towards the end of this, he's like, these people think they're going to get any money. They're not getting a cent. And next up, they're going to try to go after him again after questioning the results of the recent kind of Texas election. And I think this is this is the new precedent. They're going to try to bankrupt anybody who speaks out. They're trying to make sure this story gets out to absolutely everyone so that you self-censor and think twice before speaking out. Well, did you hear who's getting sued for $250 million? I didn't. Kanye West by George Floyd's family for <laughs> speaking ill of Black Lives Matter and George Floyd and saying that cops didn't really kill him. So suing him for 250 million okay that's uh so, that's awesome uh, so that's like the the, so new, the new technique is i 100 percent agree with just, kanye west on this because that dude was definitely experiencing a fentanyl overdose yeah so so and yeah as, it, as he it was is, known to do it is designed to chill free speech chill dissent you know th- this it goes back to 2016 or sorry uh you know 2020 when there were all the stories and all the incidents of vandalism if you had a trump sign in your yard oh yeah you know there was all that stuff going on because they they in order to uh you know push forward the narrative that everyone hates Trump. You can't have everyone on the block with the Trump sign, right? So you got to, you got to tear up people's yards and make them decide, is this really worth it? Do I really like Trump that much? No, <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. I'm not putting the sign out. You know, I talked to, I, I talked about it on the show. It was a lady who came into the dealership. She had a uh, older lady, probably mid to late sixties, uh, had a, Toyota Prius, tan Toyota Prius, just like every other car in Seattle. Do you know how many tan Toyota Priuses there are out there? It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot, especially in Seattle. But the uh, difference is that uh, hers had a Trump bumper sticker in the back window. And she told me, I was like, man, you're brave. It's awesome. Good for you. And she's like, yeah, I've had my tires slashed. My window's broken. Like, just repeatedly had people just, just destroying her car because of her sticker on her car. Yep. They were encouraging yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, and they... Yeah. Violence is encouraged from the left, but the moment that the right... Because they're the actual true arbiters of violence. You know, the gun owners. <laughs> 
they're the true well, owners of violence and none of them have you know almost none of them have done anything yet but they, every time anybody moves a finger they gotta freak out ah insurrection insurrection and like we've talked about many times it's designed for us to notice that and designed to make people mad yeah it's definitely because they they want you know i mean as bogus as january 6th is there's i i was a there is a clip of peter struck saying uh 9-11 is nothing compared to january 6th it's like like just nothing in comparison to the damage to our democracy it's like well i guess if you look at it a certain way you could could make that claim but uh you know i mean they walked around inside the ropes and people are yeah. still locked up from that yeah yeah so they're they're gonna keep pushing until they get someone to do something crazy and what you know whether that's like oh he he denied sandy hook oh he denied an election so meanwhile if you're on the other side you could just mow down families and in, in the streets <laughs> yeah in your car blame the car uh speaking of january 6th you led me into my next clip which is of course christy lee and her media malfeasance this these clips get longer i'm gonna i'm not gonna play the whole thing i'm gonna cut hers short but she ta- starts off talking about january 6th but a lot of lots of media malfeasance out there every week for Who her is to cover it? christy lee she's on uh band she's on info oh, wars Okay. January 6 dominates the news cycle again as we get even closer to midterms. ABC, CBS, and NBC leading news coverage with the latest. The committee voting to subpoena former President Donald Trump to testify before the committee. Trump says he will accept January 6 committee subpoena on one condition. He testifies on live TV. That is actually one of the things that has animated him. He's been talking to advisors about how, uh, you know, he would consider testifying if they would air it live, which is also not surprising. Uh, it seems hard to imagine the committee would go for that. Now, why wouldn't the committee go for that, Maggie Haberman? She and Jake Tapper continue to talk about how bad it would make him look. So why wouldn't the committee accept that condition? Another testimony we never even got to see was from Ray Epps, a provocateur caught on tape that day encouraging others to go to the Capitol. Going to the Capitol, it's that direction. That's where our true problems lie. Yet Ray Epps was mysteriously removed from the FBI Most Wanted and dodged the D.C. Gulag, while others accused of much less continue to be deprived of due process. Why is Epps the only participant to be painted as a victim by the New York Times? Epps makes another curious cameo in this CNN Pelosi propaganda film. Oh my God, how did that guy get up there? Is this bigger about me? What if they try and run the Capitol? As Todd Starnes points out, Pelosi just so happened to have a film crew at the ready on January 6th. And that's what this is all about. I would come to him and punch him out. I so my mom, I would pay to see I've that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. And that's a federal felony to threaten a president, Pelosi. But she knows the Justice Department is in her deep pockets. But now we're coming up on two years of talking about January 6th. How much do the American people really want to hear about this when suffering from crushing inflation and soaring gas prices? Newsbusters, on Thursday, American consumers awoke to the news that they have been experiencing all along, that inflation continued to soar in September at a rate of 8.2% year over year. Yet the three evening news broadcasts gave that news a backseat to January 6th. 
ABC, the worst offender, devoting more than eight minutes to the news while giving just 45 seconds to inflation. CBS dedicating over five minutes to January 6th and just two minutes and 30 seconds to inflation. And NBC spending nearly four minutes on January 6th and only two minutes and 27 seconds on inflation. Bringing you what's ignored, sensationalized, misleading, or just plain false, here's your media malfeasance for the week. We now know the reason for pumping up propaganda the American people don't see as a priority in their day-to-day -day lives. Mainstream media is out of touch, and there's growing evidence for the inequitable treatment, propping up the side that funds the corporate-led machine and mocking those who challenge them. Research shows that while news outlet references to both the far right and the far left have been increasing, the study found that most mainstream news media outlets mention the far right much more often than the far left. MSM has been characterizing parents upset about schools pushing highly sexualized material to minors as far right. But now that hundreds of Muslims have joined the outcry, silence. Anyone see this on CNN or MSNBC? Dearborn Public Schools shut down a board meeting after hundreds of mostly Muslim parents erupted in chants of vote them out. The parents were enraged over sexually explicit LGBT books made available to students in school libraries. You worried about the gay people? No problem. We're not worried about the gay people. We're worried about our children. Okay? And second of all, I don't want to hear anybody, okay, sitting there saying, oh, you guys are offending the, the gay. These are kids. They can be 18. They be, they, if they want to become gay, let them become gay. Who cares? It's not our problem. We don't want kids to have access to these books. It's nice and simple. I'm not going to address the situation no more. It is. It is what it is. And the only, only person that's behind this is Rashida Tlaib. Oh. Not vote oh. Rashida Tlaib. Oh, there it's it nice is. And you thought it was bad when PayPal kicked gays against groomers off, yet kept the business of a pedophile support group on the platform? Well, PayPal watched its stock dive after they threatened to fine people $2,500 for wrongthink. Now PayPal said those terms of service went out by mistake. But none of us are buying that excuse, clearly. PJ Media warns PayPal did not back down. Anyway, she goes on to talk about the PayPal thing, which we talked about. But anyway, uh, I thought that was a good synopsis. Uh, yeah, nobody cares about January 6th, no matter how much the media continues to push it. <laughs> yeah, well, unless you're still rotting in a D.C. jail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then you care. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem that many people care about those people, but... That's true, yeah. And... It, there was a clip. Oh, I shouldn't even reference it. Someone was asking a congressman about people, you know, getting pardons mm -hmm. for January 6th. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, we, you know, we need to we need the presidency in 2024. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, okay, like the, you know, like Donald Trump literally in office and could have pardoned everyone when he had the chance and wouldn't even do it for snowden yeah that was so. I, I know that this is i know this is gonna sound like i'm an idiot but i'll admit it that's when i i mean i started questioning him before he got out but 
before his term was over. But when he didn't pardon Assange or uh, or Snowden, Snowden or, yeah, or what's is it Olbricht? What's the guy's name? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it doesn't get brought up as often, but no. Ah, uh, yeah, it's. There's a lot of injustice in the world. There absolutely is. On a much lighter note, should we play the clip, the, the grounding clip? <laughs> oh yeah, you got it. The intro clip. I, I pulled it. This is the this sure. is the one that I was up last late last week putting the show out, and this comes. I come across this, and it like stuck in my head for uh, about 24 hours. So it's about the limit of my attention span. I need to look back into it. Uh, I found some grounding mats on Amazon. You can. It's interesting. You you put the mat on the floor. And then it's got a cord and you just plug it into your ground of any of your outlets, which I thought was kind of brilliant. It just dawned on me, you know, I asked the question, I said, I wonder if it's possible that humans are, you know, we're no longer naturally grounded. I wonder if these shoes could be interfering with us. So that night I went to the hardware store and I bought a roll of metal duct tape and I just taped it across the bed. I threw a wire out the window and it had a ground rod outside. I connected to the ground rod on one side and connected to the metal duct tape that I had laid on the bed. So when I laid down on the duct tape, I was like grounded because it was connected to the earth. And I woke up the next morning and I thought, holy cow, there's something going on here because normally for me to go to sleep, I had to take Advil. So I tried to find out what I could. The internet was hardly anything. This is back in 99. I went down to the University of Arizona and to one of their medical libraries, and there was nothing. And in fact, I even tried to find the cause of chronic pain. The cause of MS was unknown. The cause of arthritis, unknown. They didn't know. Nobody knew. So I thought, well, I'll go out to L.A., I'll go to UCLA and ask them. They pretty much laughed me off campus. <laughs> they said, you expect us to believe that somebody's gonna put a nail in the ground, tie a wire around somebody's toe and it's gonna make them sleep better? They said, get out of here, go away, you're nuts. So I ended up having to put together my own study. I found an anesthesiologist in San Diego and he says, I don't think there's anything to what you're doing. This has got to be an anomaly here, but I'll entertain you. He says, I will prove that you're wrong. And we grounded 60 people, and the reports that came in were unbelievable. TMJ disappeared, PMS disappeared, inflammation reduced, pain. Everybody slept better. So there you go. Who knows? grounding whatever but did you hear i said the before that clip is like a little mat that you stand on and then you just plug it into the ground so even when you're in your house you could still be grounded crazy weird idea weird thoughts weird you know i think it was einstein who said that we're all energy like if we could use 100 percent of our brain we all energy or maybe it was Hmm. mark mark twain or some other uh, misappropriated quote but it's just i do find it all to be to be interesting well yeah i 
just hoping to get to the next level of the all energy thing is like a new age deal yeah i'm just hoping to get to the next level of consciousness andrew yeah yeah that's great tim (laughs) this is really making me want to look into the grounding thing more i have no idea if that's even in the ground i just i know that it's I know that that is your 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 trigger your trigger words. So I was just saying. How no. about it's an electromagnetic universe? So. That yeah, when you said that, that's a hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing. It's electromagnetic universe, and it's weird, right? Like we don't understand what's happening. Like we don't see the spiritual realm either. Like what? How does electricity work in the spiritual realm? Like what is that? What is energy? So it's very. Very, very interesting stuff. But uh, that's that's how I came across the grounding clip, and then I didn't know how to how to get how to get rid of it. So um, this is uh, loosely related to. I'm playing this mainly just for me. Uh, this is related to the grounding clip very loosely, and it's funny. Uh, on the real Anthony Fauci promotional website, they had a picture of like an iPhone with the real Anthony Fauci on it. And they also had a picture of AirPods right there, which is funny because I think it was within the last week. Uh, the Children's Health Defense put out an article talking about how bad AirPods, which are what those earphones are that everybody has from Apple, are for you. Uh, they just came out with an article. I think it was this week about it. Uh, I also found this clip on the on the on the Twitters, but I want to play this not because this is something I have figured out and I want to condemn everyone else. I'm playing this to remind myself to condemn me because I I talked about it on the show. I, I I became an avid user of the AirPods because I was super excited to leave my cell phone somewhere else. <laughs> so I was leaving my cell phone in a different room or, you know, it's not always on my body, you know, lowering my, you know, sperm count or who even knows, right? There's all this stuff that it says it does. Like, okay, I'll keep this out of my pocket. I don't need it. So then I started using the AirPods and then just leave this on the counter somewhere. Well, it's, and it's super convenient. Gosh, it's ridiculous. You know, it's super convenient, which is a terrible argument. And so I'm trying to move away from them. I've been using the, uh, we had our, our, our nice listener send us the, uh, MP3 player and the headphones. I have been using wired headphones for a little bit. I know you use wired headphones, so I'm just, I'm working my way into it. I use the AirPods a little bit today, but mainly wired headphones. So, uh, but it's kind of scary. Like, this is an example of, I don't think that this was done. I know you were going to say, you'll probably say, this was done on purpose. With AirPods, I it's possible somebody at the very top was like, yeah, yeah, use this. <laughs> but more, I think it's a, it's a convenience thing. And I remember I was watching the stock market pretty closely uh, through Wall Street bets and everything else uh, back in the day when the Apple came out with the AirPods. And like their stock started to go up because people... Everyone has an like almost everybody has an iPhone, so everybody started getting AirPods. I currently have a Android, but you could still use you know Graphene OS, but you could still use AirPods with it. So everybody started buying these things, and their stock started to go up like crazy because it was like a cheap, fairly cheap. It's a hundred dollar purchase for an Apple product that's cheap, um, and just everybody bought them. And it just I don't know. It seems like everybody had them almost overnight. Now you walk around and people, you know, you see landscapers, they have them in their ears. You see, you know, business guys, they have them in their ears. You see, you know, it's everybody has these things in their ear. And it's probably not good. <laughs> it's probably not good. Important video. The guy behind the camera, Dylan, my son, 
he said, Dad, you have to check these earphones that everybody's wearing, right? The wireless earphones, everyone's wearing them, not just kids today, but adults as well. And uh, here's one of my son's good friends uh, who I saw these in your ears all the time. Yeah. All right, now, before this test that we're going to do, I'm sure, Vlad, you've heard us say, those things are bad for you. My kids probably told you that, but you're still wearing them. Yeah. Okay, but after seeing what we're gonna show them, change your mind, right? Yeah. All right, hopefully it changes yours as well. Look, EMF is not something new. Everyone's talking about electromagnetic frequencies. One thing we know about electromagnetic frequency is distance is the killer. Meaning, I can put a phone here, and yes, it's putting out electromagnetic frequency, but it's when it comes here is when we know we get cellular damage and the damage is you know, bad for the brain and it causes problems. Many people are using these thinking, okay, my phone is further away, but obviously it's a, a, you know, giving a signal from your phone that's being picked up by the wireless uh, headset. And that in fact is the problem with the EMF. But again, we have to show it to you. So let's just, let's just get right at it. Okay, so. I'm looking at these readings right now, and Dylan, let's just show, uh, point, okay, so, hold on, his phone came near me, you, you can't do that, because literally it picked up his phone. I was point, okay, back here, now he went away, I'm point zero three, you can't see that? Point zero two, which is a very safe level, as Dylan came up to me, actually, it went to point one, point three, okay, so you can see it rose up, point three, now, Cellular damage starts at 0.5. That's not my opinion, that's the science. So let's do the study, Vlad. Let's um, connect your music we're to that. Okay, you're playing, okay. So now I'm gonna bring this in to here. 1.9, You see what's happening here. 0.5 is the damage point of DNA in cells. Yeah. <laughs> so I know I'm preaching to the choir when I speak to you, Andrew, but I will guarantee you somebody is hearing my voice right now. I I feel on, I actually am on feeling air, really bad right now. On AirPods. You're feeling really bad? Why is that? I'm feeling bad that, you know... I, I didn't know you were an AirPod, an avid AirPod user. Oh yeah, I talked about that. Uh, we talked. We talked about that a couple of months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good, not good. No, we talked about it a couple of months ago because I talked about how I didn't want to have the phone in my pocket, so that's why I was using it. And I know this because I actually had a listener send in a donation email, and they were like, "Hey, keep the AirPods out of your ear." You got to keep the show going. I'm going to set up a Bitcoin donation. <laughs> nice. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just, I'm, like I said, I'm not playing this because I got this figured out. I'm playing this to help remind everybody that this is, this is bad and uh, it's kind of, kind of crazy, but I guarantee you there are people listening to this show right now, right now, a hundred percent, hundred percent. It's not even a, not even a question. So that's who I'm talking to out there. Also, you know, there's stuff I got to work on too. So that's one of them. I got to stop, stop using that. It's, but it's like our, uh, our friend from there in Oregon. So is it, said, does it use Bluetooth? What does it use? Yes, yeah, it uses Bluetooth. Okay. Yeah. 
it's Bluetooth. It's kind of amazing. You plug it in and put it on your phone and put down your phone and wander around the house. You just have podcasts in your ear no matter where you go. It's awesome. It's awesome. Maybe not that awesome. <laughs> the genes. What do you say? DNA damage? Cell damage at that cell, level? Cellular damage, yeah. That's rough. So... Like I said, plan to remind myself of that as well. I mean, it's not like we've got a whole population of people that are showing signs of cell and brain damage. <laughs> we got nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. And I, uh, I started thinking about it the last more and more over the last week. I was like, you know, I bet this isn't helping my ADD and inability to concentrate. It's constantly beaming EMF waves into my brain. Like he said in that video, it's all about the proximity. You know, it, EMF radios, EMF, you know, stuff has been around forever. It's like, what's the proximity? Well, if you put it in your head, <laughs> it's, yeah, proximity is pretty close. Yeah. So. When hey, did you get your first cell phone? Uh, like just cell phone, not smartphone, cell phone? Yeah cell phone uh it's probably probably 2002 2003 somewhere in that range it's probably yeah i think i was like a senior in college which was 2004 yeah and but some people quite a few people already had cell phones oh yeah no for sure yeah yeah i'm not as early of an adopter as i would appear to be i i didn't have and uh a friend of mine who was always on his cell phone right i mean oh you've told this story before we've been doing yeah. this show a long time but i don't remember what happened so tell me about it. he was always on it and in those days no head no headpiece no right mic, like, no headphones. like literally with the phone pressed oh. against his yeah his ear and he got a brain tumor and had to have brain surgery at you know in his early 20s so. goodness but, uh, well, that was one thing too. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's safe though. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, that was one thing too. I remember. Do you remember this? I don't know if you were around electronics enough to to know this, but I know somebody out there will remember this. Do you remember when you get a phone call and you were like watching TV or listening to music or something, and it would like interfere with the sound? You hear like like a like you can actually hear it. I don't think that those were the safest days for cell phones. <laughs> I don't think those. And I had I had some crappy phones too because I was like, "All right, I'll get this stupid thing or whatever." And like the you know the crappier phone you got, it felt like the more, I don't know, just it would heat up and I don't know, just just didn't seem didn't seem good. But. No, no, not. I don't think they made our lives better. Oh no, yeah. don't definitely not. I don't think they made our lives better at all. You know, you just, when I was a kid, you get dropped off to the golf course, you know your home phone number, and you just, like, call, you know, if you need anything, you just ask to use the phone. Yeah. Landline. Call home. It's yeah. not, wasn't that hard. No. <laughs> like, the argument that kids won't be safe if they don't have cell phones, I have a hard time with that one. I think people use that as an excuse because they want to give in to their kid wanting a cell phone. It's like they they could literally ask one of the other 7 billion people around <laughs> to use their phone if it really came to that. But. <laughs> that happened to me like a, I don't know, a month ago. I ended up at the gas station and uh, I was supposed to meet my wife at the gas station. 
And I think we switched cars or something. But either way, she ends up with both phones in her car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. I wonder if she's going to the right gas station. So I'm pumping gas. And then it's like, there's a guy standing next to me. I'm like, hey, man, can I use your phone? Oh, sure. <laughs> like, call, call, you know, call my wife. Had to know her phone number. Called my wife. I think you have both phones and this is the gas station. But anyway, it works pretty pretty easily. Everybody has a phone. So I think that's an excuse. People, but the GPS, the, the, the only argument I'll entertain as far as safety of kids is if you're sharing your location with an iPhone or an Apple device, that does seem somewhat helpful. But basically you have a GPS tracker on your kid. But, you know, the uh, to play counterpoint to that, devil's advocate to that you can buy if you want to get those you can buy gps devices that are not connected to a cell phone so yeah you know there's not gps in your kid no no (laughs) yeah yeah i know everybody's different everybody's got their different uh different issues i i'm trying to keep a phone out of this kid's hand as long as i can but we're already here in you know rumblings of well not even a phone he just wants to play video games and they just video games yeah no i i just you know she just is packing heat 24 7 so i don't have to worry about it no No, what do you say when that is a joke unless you're a kidnapper and then maybe it's not a joke (laughs) now what do you say when somebody comes up and says do you want some candy (laughs) yeah Yeah, Do you want a full You don't clip? get in the van. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hey, uh, one of the assignments for uh, my son at his school uh, before the end of uh, the semester, he has to recite from memory what his parents' names are, what his address is, and what one of their phone numbers is. Okay. That's. I thought, I was like... I heard about that. I was like, huh, that's not a bad lesson. So, and we had yeah. actually, we actually, we didn't have the address down, but we definitely had the, the, we were working on the phone number. So. Yeah. It's a, like be your own emergency contact form there. It's good. But you know, everyone that, that didn't used to be something that you would have to like have a school teach. Right. You know, but you do now. I mean, it, no one knows phone numbers now. You're, right. You're lucky if you know your, like you said, you knew your wife's number. There's, yeah. I think most people probably know their spouse's number, but that's about it. Yeah. So. Yep. 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 I, I still, couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you your phone number off the top of my head. It's just, you know, it's just Tim. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. I think yours is a five zero three area code. I feel like there's a two four one one in there. Did I make that up? Something something like that. Uh, you're not even close, but that's okay because we don't really want to give my cell phone number out over the <laughs> over the podcast anyway. So, <laughs> so jumble. It was a jumbled mess of numbers. Uh, let's you, see. You listed the wrong Oregon code. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, uh, that would explain it. So, but uh, I found one of the best Twitter threads I've ever read the one i sent you you want to hear it no i'm ready i've seen this this guy i think he's been banned a few times so he's he's an anti-vaxxer oh your buddy yeah 
Your guy. Uh, he his current Twitter name is at SPKJ and then three like I I I three so probably his third account but. In 2009, the MMR injured my son. He exceeded every developmental milestone, but the next day he developed a fever and vertigo. Oh, bro, I have, yeah, I commented on this thread. I've, I actually talked to the guy, yeah. Nice. This is a great thread, yeah. Took to the ER after falling. He then stopped developing, lost all language, chronic health issues, and regressed into a shell of himself. It took a while to realize what had happened. We were gaslit hard. First at the ER and then by by our pediatrician, even friends and relatives. The media, obviously, and internet searches only directed us to Autism Speaks with the puke emoji. Despite the gaslighting, we told the pediatrician we were done vaccinating uh, both my injured son and also my newborn son. Then we we received a letter that we were being kicked out of the practice. I was confused. I didn't know what an anti-vaxxer was. I didn't know it was a controversial subject. And I sure didn't know that pharmaceutical companies incentivized vaccine compliance, as we've talked about many times. I thought I was simply refusing a medical procedure like an x-ray. It wasn't until we found uh, TACA, or TACA, that we started to find some answers. TACA is an organization where local parents of autistic children get together to support each other. At the time, it stood for Talk About Curing Autism. Wait, what? Curing? We were told by everyone it was genetic. And just about every parent had the same story. Vaccine injury, then autism. Mind blown, eyes opened, all in. Meeting parents and getting some direction was invaluable. Conferences like Autism One were also fantastic. Met Met more parents with the same stories, doctors promoting detox and healthy lifestyles, and even some very awake celebrities. Now when the mainstream media discovered these doctors and celebrities, they raked them over over the coals. That was my first glimpse of the deeply rooted media corruption. We started seeing DAN doctors defeat autism now, bioben doctors, homeopaths, out-of-network neurologists, the kitchen sink of supplements and treatments. Nothing was covered by insurance. Savings account drained, but totally worth it. We've covered we've recovered so much. He was present again. No longer lost in a world of stimming and moaning, but we still have a ways to go. We haven't recovered speech yet, but his light is back on. I've seen full recovery firsthand. Autism is medical and treatable. Then SB 277 happened. That's the the California law. Disneyland had a supposed measles outbreak. I remember that. In January 2015 and February 2015, there was already legislation in in place to strip Californians of vaccine exemptions. That was the beta test, beta test for vaccine compliance. Yep. Wow, that was fast. States across the country were in lockstep going after exemptions. Our state of Illinois, at the time, passed legislation to make it significantly harder to get an exemption. We fought it. Writing letters, protesting, anything we can do. SB 277 was my red pill moment for everything beyond medical greed and incompetence. I realized it was much more that it is much more diabolical, a corruption involving pharma, politicians, the media. It was about power and control. We fought tirelessly for medical freedom and raising awareness while continuing to heal our son. 
I was never very political. I leaned conservative, but had plenty of liberal friends and family in Illinois. All that changed in 2016. In 2016, Hillary Clinton ran for president. I didn't care much about any of the candidates, but after the Disneyland measles incident, politicians began exposing themselves, and pharma-financed Hillary wasn't shy about her position. It shows a Hillary Clinton tweet saying, The science is clear, the earth is round, the sky is blue, and hashtag vaccines work. Trigger Let's protect all trigger our warning, kids. Andrew, trigger warning, Andrew, <laughs> trigger warning, all of the things. <laughs> seizures, spinning in circle seizures, spinning in circle seizures. Hillary Clinton's calling out the flat earthers and the anti-vaxxers. <laughs> so. In a weird way, that actually made me more open to flat earth was that the, the Obama thing, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know about this Hillary Clinton tweet. There you go. All right. All right. So back to the thread uh, from Jay. Now I know that the HRC rabbit hole is deeper than that, but at the time, this is what mattered to me. I was a one-issue voter. My gut told me she was bad news and we'd be screwed if she won. Fast forward to COVID, now living in Arizona. Right from the start of the pandemic, many of us in the community saw right through it. And we knew once the vaccines arrived, it was going to get messy. We saw mandates and passports coming a mile away. They've been trying the same COVID game plan for years, albeit on a much smaller scale, but the goal was always the same. Terrorize us to voluntarily give up our freedoms in exchange for security. But we were ready for it, and we were already hardened from years of fighting. The community was ready to hold the line before the pandemic ever kicked off. Most of us have already lost friends and family through the years living an alternative lifestyle. Losing more during the pandemic was just more of the same. We were already numb to it. It wasn't their fault, though. They were weaponized against us. Everything was coordinated. The fear-mongering, the threats, the discrimination, even politicizing the vaccine was intentional. But our community wasn't alone holding the line. Other communities of truthers joined us in the fight. We didn't have to agree on everything, but we had a common enemy and a common cause that unified us. We began to share information, waking people up to our specific cause. Our community was able to share information about all vaccines to those skeptical of the COVID vaccines. Finally, it was happening. People willing to listen. Fertile soil for planting seeds. Sharing outlawed information on social media. They tried to convince us to get off it. They said social media was dangerous. Remember the social dilemma doc on Obama's Netflix? When that didn't work, they buried us with an algorithm. Then they just kicked us off. Then the lockdowns happened, masks happened, along with weaponized discrimination, but we held the line. I've been thrown out of Sprouts more times than I could count for not masking. I'm sure they hated putting back my full shopping cart, but I never stopped going. Then the church I went to shut down. When they finally reopened it, they had a mask mandate. Many churches followed suit. They answered to the government and made excuses for doing so. This infuriated me. This is when I realized that beyond the Behind the corruption was a very real evil, biblical evil. It finally dawned on me that the Bible is not from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We are living it. I began to see it everywhere. I started seeing evil in the media, TV, radio, movies, politics, and very much pharmaceuticals, pharmakia. And it's not horns and pitchforks as much as it's godlessness in the guise of love. Satan has been here a long time and has perfected this ruse. I started to crave scripture. I left my old church and started reading the Bible with my family every night. I recently found a Bible study group here in, here in Twitter, and I think it's a nice fit. This feels like an actual walk in, with Christ. 
As you may have already realized, I never mentioned God at the beginning of my story. I did grow up Christian. I put my hour in a week, prayed before bed, but I never had a relationship. I lived a hypocrite's life. I know I still do, but I see it now and I want to do better. I never put God first. If someone asked me how we got so far with my son's recovery, I'd name some diet or treatment or supplement, but it was only through God's grace and mercy that we've accomplished so much. And when he's completely healed, it will be to show God's glory. So that was... I thought that was a very epic thread. Let me actually, I don't think that's quite the end. I know that we're being used by God. I try to be thankful for our trials and tribulations. I pray for the faith to trust God's plan wherever it may be. I'm thankful for being saved. And I plan to rebaptize my boys at the river when they're ready to live for Christ. I still blame myself for my son's injury. It's hard not to. The guilt broke me for a while, but now I use it as, as fuel. It's my motivation. But this is very much a story of triumph, and I'm glad to, I'm glad that I got to share it with you all. And then he goes on to explain why why he wrote the thread there. But yeah, he he so. <laughs> he added some thirty six of thirty five, uh, yeah, thirty seven of thirty five. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. He mentioned the, the Bible study. Cool. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah, I thought that was excellent yeah yeah what i like about that thread is a uh, i like the writer bob goff bob goff always talks about taking a uh, a palms up approach and he says oh it's really hard to be mad when your palms are facing up and just you know what is the your your body posture what's your spiritual posture for how you go through life and that's a very palms up approach to figuring out the truth. And it took him right to Jesus. Yep. Yeah. There is some, uh, <laughs> you know, becoming an anti-vaxxer. Unfortunately, lots of people become anti-vaxxers because they have either damaged themselves or damaged kids. Yeah. So, and that's what, and then, where does that lead? Oh, wait, I was being lied to about this. What else was I being lied to? And eventually you figure out, as we, you, as you talked about with the Chris White documentaries, oh, by the way, uh, Jesus is the answer to everything and demonic deception is the, the root of all the, you know, all the lies we're being told. And so. there is only one lie. There is, no, actually, that's not true. There is only one conspiracy. And that is the conspiracy for the Antichrist. Conspiracy yeah. for the false ruler of the world. Tables being set. And to, you know, deceive as many people deceive as, as many people as possible so that, you know, it, it won't just be uh, Beelzebub in the lake of fire. It'll be all the people he drags with him. But, so... Yeah, some of the people we talk about on this show, you know. Yeah, there's a, a, you know, there's a few that I, I have a hard time feeling that sorry for, but, uh, but for the most part, man, it's just uh, there's a line from a Thrice song about, of all our sins, ignorance may be the worst, hmm. and it's, you know, just allowing ourselves to be deceived. It's so. 
once you see parts of it, you realize how much, um, you know, whether it's the vaccine topic or 9-11 or COVID or anything, once you realize you believed a lie, you start to see other lies that you, you know, also believe. So. Which is healthy. That's healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy to live in a world that's all lies, but it's healthy to start like objectively looking at stuff and coming to like, okay, I was wrong about this. Right. I was wrong about that. This is, you know. Yeah. If, if you're not figuring out stuff you were wrong about before, then you're probably still wrong about a lot of stuff. You ever, do you ever, do you ever agreed a hundred percent? Do you ever cringe when you think about how you used to spread awareness of these topics? Like right now we do a podcast and probably try and fit a couple of, you know, one liners in here and there. But do you ever think back and like, remember like handing DVDs out or even just, you know, just like taking over an entire conversation? Like, oh, this conversation has nothing to do with this, but let me make this conversation all about this and tell you about all this stuff about 9 11. Just like, as you get older, you start to realize, like, ah, that stuff, you don't, it's not the first thing you need to talk about. Maybe just listen. <laughs> Maybe just see where people are at. Maybe just love them. Maybe be kind to them. Maybe try to reflect God to them. Uh, and then, maybe get maybe down the road once you've built any kind of rapport then maybe you can start to think about you know should i tell this should i, should I point out the fact that the entire sky is covered with the uh, silver iodide <laughs> <laughs> or is he gonna think i'm weird i mean i've you know once you've established that relationship maybe he'll listen to you but if you just walk up to somebody in the streets hey man look at the sky it's like okay get away from me weirdo yeah yeah and Man, anymore, it it feels like such a hill to climb. It's like, I just feel like, man, where would I even start with this person? That is a, that is a problem for you and me, and maybe even a lot of people that listen to this podcast. But yeah, I'll be in like a regular conversation and just something will come up. And like, I have like 15 different thoughts shoot into my head. Like this, you could say yeah. this, you could say this, you could say this, you could say this. And I'm just like yep that's that stinks man (laughs) yeah (laughs) that myocarditis is a bummer yeah this is day wrecker i don't know no i just uh, it's brutal it's brutal out there just try to love people that's really the only thing just try to love the people around you be kind to those around you and uh, let the let the rest work itself out God wants to lead the conversation in that way where you could share some of this crazy stuff that Andrew and I talk about, then he will. And if he doesn't, then he won't. And, uh, but you're still supposed to love everybody. Love your neighbors. Be kind. Listen. Yeah. I feel like people don't listen anymore. They're just waiting yeah, for their turn to talk. And listening can have a huge impact, man. I, I still remember it was actually a family of people and they're not professing Christians, but... I was friends with the uh, the father, and then his two sons were, were, one was slightly older, one was slightly younger than me, and I used to play golf with uh, with him and with the sons quite a bit, but man, all, all three of them, I'm sure they got them, I'm sure the sons got it from their dad, but they would, you know, they would make small talk with you, but they would actually listen to you, yeah. and like show you that they cared about what was going on with you and it's a 
it's such a rare thing, man. If you're a, <laughs> a genuine listener, and I think part of it is uh, the tendency for, for most of us is like we're not super extroverted outgoing. So it's like you're thinking of what you're, you know, thinking about yourself and what people are thinking about you and not, uh, you know, genuinely caring about what the person's talking about. So the ability to be a good listener, which, you know, uh, literally people are listening as to us as we, as we speak there on the, on the podcast, but, uh, in conversation, it's a, can be a huge, huge skill and an impactful skill. It's easier to listen to Tim and Andrew if you agree with Tim and Andrew via your wired headphones on your podcast player than it is to listen to Jimmy across the street who turns on the leaf blower at 6 a.m. on Sundays. And I can't I can't <laughs> stand that guy. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's in your day to day life that stuff gets harder. Uh, but my wife and I talk about this a lot because she was she is an introvert. She's she says she's kind of transitioning. <laughs> it's a funny word to use these days out of it. Uh, but it like, we talk about it a lot and we both agree. And I was really bad when I first met her back when the show first started, just listening, but she showed me a lot of like, just how important it is and like where it is and you can make an impact on people. And for all you introverts out there and Andrew, this, this, you're included in this, uh, she, she taught me, she's like, if you really want to be an introvert and get the most bang for your buck, the best possible thing you could do is kindly ask a question and then you can go back to being an introvert. Just sit there and listen. And, she, <laughs> and you, it's the best of both worlds. You allow yourself to, to, you know, learn more about them and you set yourself up so that they are, you know, the ones speaking and you don't have to share anything about yourself. And that way nobody, you know, that inner dialogue, Oh, what are they thinking of me? You know, the funny part is, and I think that's what happens as you get older, you start to realize nobody really is thinking about you that much when yeah, you're, no. when you're thinking about what you're thinking about, yes. like nobody's thinking about that. Like if, if you think back to adolescence, there's, there's yeah. a reason why, uh, psychiatrists are not supposed to diagnose narcissism in an adolescent because it's just basically part of being an adolescent. So. I didn't know that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah you're, you are supposed to grow out of it at some point, but, but we don't. And I don't think the phones are helping that and our kind of distracted society. People just don't grow out of it. So anyway, for all the introverts out there, quick tip, just ask Start conversations by asking questions. Don't even have to share anything about yourself, and then just listen. And uh, yeah, just so don't, don't how, see a lot how of are anymore. you at remembering people's names? Like the worst. You, you meet someone at church. The worst. You, so so bad. So bad. I I literally like people. People will come up to me, and this happened a lot. Oh, so I met thousands of people in the last five ten years, and. People will come up to me at the grocery store, not anymore since we moved, but they used to come up to me, oh, Tim, hey, man, how's it going? And like, I'll be talking to them and I'll remember like, he has a teenage son. He uh, lives in this certain area of Seattle. He bought a red car with a black interior. <laughs> he has, a, you know, and it all pops into my head. I know so What's much about name? the person. No, no idea. No, no clue. Yeah. No clue. Nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's got the job over, you know, he does the thing. Yeah, I'm bad at that. I don't know what it is, but... I'm bad at it. Uh, I was always told the best I, way to I could shake someone's hand at church, hear their name, 
and not remember it like 15 seconds later because you're thinking about yourself so you're and everyone does that everyone does that because at that moment so many feelings are in your head because you're meeting someone new uh trick that i was told and i never figured it out so take that for the grain of salt but you're supposed to uh look them in the eye long enough to know what color their eyes are and concentrate on their name you know take a look it's basically never heard that before yeah basically an extra second or two it's not that long just look them in the eye long enough to so you could say what color it is and then attach their name to their to that thought then, but i don't know i mean i think after i heard that i didn't have very many more interactions at the uh, dealership so anyway should we thank some people we should yeah do we have people to thank revelations radio It never gets old. No. It's, it makes the whole clip there, even though it is... It's a good musical clip, but the... At the end. It's the, kill, it's the best part. Yeah. All right. We do have some people to thank. There are three people right there. You can read them. I'll find a reason to interrupt you. Oh, I already found a reason. Number two. What is dot .de? Is that the Netherlands? Uh... Dot D? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. You got a Neva it. Dot D E. No, it's Germany. Okay. Federal Republic of Germany. So uh, yeah, number two is a first time donor, I think, out of Germany. And he's over the amount, too. So you might need a book. See if we can oh, get I was on the wrong month. I'm like, what are you talking about? But all right. Well, <laughs> There you go. Okay, so you've got the uh, you've got the locations. I don't see the locations on there, but uh, well, there is no location for. You want to tell me where God's Property Radio is? He is traveling around the country. All right, Sam is he's on tour, man. Parts unknown. Uh, this person, we're just gonna say Germany. And then we all we are, of course we know where this person's from. All right, so we got Sam from God's Property Media and the Fire Theft Radio podcast, and it's fifteen dollars. Thank you very much, Sam. Uh, Stefan from Germany sent us forty dollars. Thank you very much, Stefan. And Danny, we know where Danny's from. Uh, sent us twenty five dollars. Thank you very much, Danny. And now for an update. So on the give, send, go thing, I'm beginning to like this. I think this might work. This might be a solution to our to our situation with PayPal. But some new kind of things have popped up this week. Okay. We have... Let me see here. One of them is... I hadn't even thought of that. Uh, let me see if I can sign in real quick. If you want to be anonymous, like not just anonymous, we don't met you on the show, but like anonymous, like we don't even know who you are. You can now do that. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, So we got two donations this week through Gives and Go. Both anonymous. So four days ago, which I think was the day after our podcast came out. 
we had an anonymous donor for $45. Awesome. So thank you to whoever that is. And we're going to have a quick meeting right now. I should have done the intro. We're Revelation Radio News, blah, blah, blah. We are listener supported. Please help us. The end. Um, anyway, do we put anonymous donor in the credits? Do you say anonymous donor, $45 in the credits? I mean, is that a thing? We, we don't actually yeah, put Yeah, may, maybe well, we mention uh, anonymous give, send, go donor. Ah, anonymous give, send, go. Okay, when to just put a certain amount of those. Okay. And then uh, two days later, two days ago, we had another anonymous donor who donated $250. Really? Wow. And they said, Tim and Andrew, I really enjoy your show. Keep up the good work. Very cool. So and that, that's, that is a committed give, send, go donation. I feel like that might have been from someone that canceled PayPal. Ah, yes. So that's, yes, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I we, have my suspicions, but I, have, I could be wrong. I have my, <laughs> I have a suspicion as well. Tends to lean in your direction on the shape of the globe. <laughs> um, the what, Tim? I'm sorry. The shape of <laughs> the shape of the planet. Dang it! What? The uh, <laughs> shape of the oh. What is this? What is this ball you speak of? <laughs> Traveling five hundred thousand miles an hour while spinning. So. <laughs> anyway, it seems to be working. Uh, one thing about Give Send Go that you guys can check out if you want to, it might be a cool way to send a prayer. So you can actually go here and send a prayer, send an encouraging message or prayer to the campaign owner. Let them know you are praying for them. So uh, cool, that works. Thanks, guys. Thank you for our two anonymous donors. Uh, this is all, I mean, it's it's pretty encouraging that we got two donors already because I didn't even put like an, a button on the website or anything. Literally, if you just click on support, there's like a, just basically a very <laughs> hacked together link just the, with the words send money on Give, Send, Go. And we had two people click through and donate some money. So very cool. cool. Well, thank you to both of you. Thank you to both of you. And then, yeah, I guess we'll put... We'll credit them in the show for uh, being anonymous Gibbs and Go donors. So, thank you guys. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was for considering we just did a show like four days ago. That was a a pleasant surprise on the donation. So yes, very much. Very so. cool. Yep. So let's. Although show. I do have to say, because you know, after our four-hour episode, it's like, do we need to do? more than one show in a week but then i did the you know additional podcast talking on saturday so what was it thursday night saturday and now today you know we're going from tuesday evening towards towards wednesday morning here and no i don't think so we'll just i will just prepare it less and we'll stick it a week so You'll prepare less? Yeah, I'll prepare less stuff. For, for next week? Yeah, I mean, four hours is too long. but That's too, it's too long. But well, we, got, we, we can always cut my stuff out. Your stuff, is, your stuff is good stuff. I don't think it's too long. I mean, four hours is too long. Four hours is too long. <laughs> yeah. I don't think three hours is too long, but I think four is too long. So yeah. I'm with you. 
I'm with you. And I could just, you know, I think we could have spent less time chatting, more time on the clips or with whatever we brought, but there was a lot of important stuff to talk about last week, so. Yeah, I mean, I was I was feeling good last week. I'm I'm feeling fine this evening too, but a little less sleep, so. Yeah. Okay. Um you are you ready to hear some uh I don't know what's the right description. Uh, are you ready to hate listen to some clips, Tim? Oh, we're gonna hate listen. Yes. All right. After your hate listen, I got a, a treat of a clip. So. Okay. All right. Let's listen to uh, Joe Biden and Ugh. visualize. This will be Pass. very difficult for people. Pass. Very difficult for people to do. I want you to imagine that Joe Biden is eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> What's that, Jack? He, he, you want salt weapons? Was, this, this happened to be in a Portland ice cream shop, eating an ice cream cone, and he's gonna he's gonna give us some information about the economy. Oh, I before we before we get to your clip, did you hear Luke Rakowski this week? He said uh, eight. There's some study that said 8% of uh, Seattle residents and San Francisco residents were planning to leave Seattle or San Francisco. That's like actively yes. planning. Yes, yeah. yes. And that's of people who are still there. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty intense number. Anyway, uh, yeah. Portland, What do, do we know the, do we, do we want to plug the ice cream parlor that would serve this fine gentleman? No, no. Just one more economic one. Oh my gosh, is there enough sound on that thing? Yeah, sorry. Let's turn it down some dBs. That's my fault. Turn it down sorry some about the strength of the dollar. So, somebody just asked this man, are you concerned about the strength of the dollar? He just continues to lick and eat his ice cream cone. Yes. And then answers with a mouthful of ice cream. Yeah, he's he's when when I I don't mean like he's standing there, um, like with an ice cream cone in his hand having a conversation. He's actively eating his ice cream cone. <laughs> no serious guys until you're thirty. No, no serious guys until you're thirty. Just one more economic one. He's a little worried about the worldwide inflation, but our economy strong as Hades. So, I mean, he's I not mean, wrong. I think that that's 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 actually. Oh yeah, I don't think that our economy is strong, but I think I, I definitely disagree with him there. He's definitely wrong. But like, as far as the worldwide inflation, that's that's actually happening. This we're faring better than everyone else. The problem is if they pull the plug on this one. 
That's, yeah, it's almost like it's a great reset or something. Yeah, it's almost like it's a planned destruction of currency worldwide and everybody else is going down the tank faster. Controlled they, demolition. Until yeah, they, just when you think like, well, the dollar's strong. Yeah. It's, it, why exactly is the dollar strong? Can you explain that to world me? Res, world reserve currency. And uh, it's the only way you can purchase oil. So we should uh, we should put sanctions in place that people can't <laughs> sell, can't use dollars, and then uh, keep Russia out of SWIFT, and then blow up some pipelines, and then uh, you know just get into kind of a tit for tat with Saudi Arabia, and this will this will all be good for the standing of the dollar as world reserve currency. Jamie Diamond's base, base Jamie Diamond. <laughs> so base, man. He said he's gonna keep investing in oil, <laughs> like one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Diamond. So that was a, uh, you know, that was to irk you a little bit. I'm and ready. Then I I brought a oh no self triggering you, clip why would you do this to yourself this is the, th- this is the theme i saw well, i was gonna today. do i was i was gonna do a whole i was gonna do a whole thing yep um and i i asked you for the link to the spinning to your, seizures yep i well for your account the uh, anonymous account of the spinning seizure and it was a you know photograph on on twitter so there was no link, but, uh, so I, I listened to this clip and at first I'm like, okay, this, she's a purposeful shill. I'm thinking all sorts of horrible thoughts about her. And then I, I looked at her page. I looked at some more stuff and I think she's just kind of new and she, I think I could be wrong, could be purposeful shill. So the moment I, I, I think <laughs> I think she, um, I think she means well. I think she's just new and hasn't realized like what's what's good information and what's not. The level of disinfo out there. Yeah. So Deagle, infamously, as discussed <laughs> on this show and as ripped apart by James Corbett, it it's kind of a weird like. Yeah just a weird site where it's like oh, I, oh hey we sell stuff to we're a military contractor and we're gonna make population predictions it's just a strange combination well uh, I haven't and looked- it's deagle d-e-a-g-e-l so and this has been going on for because they predicted a big drop in population so then whenever anything happens whether it's covid or anything else they say this is it this is why russia and the u.s are why deagle predicted a huge drop in population when obviously it's like they're a some weird quasi weapons manufacturer and they're trying to hype up a war between the u.s and russia i've always thought that's what it was but anyway um so go ahead and, and play Deagle Disinfo is back. It's October the 18th, 2022. Today, the organization known as Deagle 
which predicts uh, historically population growth, is predicting a mass population decline between now and 2025. Not 2030, not 2050, 2025, just around the corner. They are predicting staggeringly a population decline, a population drop of 77% in the UK and 68% in the USA and approximately 34 to 35% in Australia and New Zealand. There's no explanation for these figures and Deagle are not known for their conspiracy theories. So where are our mainstream media organizations? Where is Reuters? Where is the Associated Press? Where is Channel 10, Channel 9, The 7 Network, SBS, ABC, the BBC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN? Where are you all? Why are you not questioning these figures and trying to explain them to the public? There are American college football teams, kids essentially, who are cancelling the rest of their football season because of a lack of healthy players. We live in a world, whether you live here down under or up in the UK and in Europe or over in the USA, we now live in a world where we are peppered with the sounds of ambulances. Something is going horribly wrong and we can't just see it and hear it with our own senses. We can now read about it on official projected figures. If this is the modeling that our bureaucrats were referring to pre-pandemic, we should be very concerned that not a single so-called elected bureaucrat is giving us any explanation for it. So what do you think? Well-meaning or purposeful disinfo? Definitely well-meaning. Uh, my relationship with this website goes far back. You know, I was talking about this, I think it was off air, but we were talking about this years before James ever got a hold of it. Um, and from what I remember, and I'm, I'm on the website now, and it's still kind of, I'm confused. Well, it, I don't. It, it goes in cycles, right? Like this, it pops up every couple of years when someone. No, no, hold know. on. Let me finish. I'm, I'm confused because they took all that down. <laughs> yeah. So is it? Is she? If she's just finding this, is she using the archive.org? Like, is she using like a a former? Because they took all the population predictions off this website. Or is she just watching what someone else said about it? And right, yeah, you know, no, she seems well-meaning. She seems well-meaning. Just maybe new to the to the to the idea or whatever. But well, yeah, I here, can't. The population prediction stuff is not. It's not on yeah, there anymore. Yeah, if I was on my yeah. other computer, I bet I have it bookmarked or something on archive.org. Yeah. Well, here's some other pieces of evidence. Okay. So, uh, her name is the White Rabbit, which is a reference to the Matrix movie, right? Follow the White Rabbit. Yeah, uh, there's probably listeners to this show who know what it's actually a reference to, but yeah, the Matrix <laughs> is, yeah. It's very likely a reference to Adrenochrome, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's like six layers to that one. It goes, it goes far. But yeah, it's, Follow the White Rabbit is the first thing that the girl says to Neo or 
whatever in the matrix yeah so she's got some i mean she presents well yeah right she's a good talker kind of a the accent but still easily understandable got a podcast everybody's got a podcast but you know they're retweeting some david ike stuff and i don't know it's like yeah where where'd she get the deagle stuff the deagle stuff's easy to get sucked into and i've seen it come up a little bit since then but yeah i don't know man so it, it kind of goes back to i meant to bring it in with the you got the elephant in the room of the billions sure. of people dying sure. Sure. and then it's like but the evidence is not look around you which she does do some of that you know like okay there's ambulances going all the time which is kind of tough to prove but experientially i I don't totally disagree with that but the you know pointing to the deagle website and the prediction of the massive population decline it's like well uh, what are they again they're an organization that studies that predicts like it doesn't make sense so yeah, it's it's interesting. I don't know. I I think it could be. She could be um, well-meaning, or you know, could be like the. You see the army e girl that was. <laughs> um, that was part of psyops or whatever. It was a. Uh, popular on Twitter for a while but very obviously a, a fed oh okay i didn't know yeah. this so anyway this is and as mr corbett points out in the story of the century just broke but no one cares that we talked about last week yeah, pentagon literally has army of people <laughs> working on um you know designing bots and just actively in message boards comment sections social media what they do that's what they've been doing for a long time that's why you gotta talk to people in person yeah and if you're not in well yeah i guess it could there could be feds in real life too but much less likely than social media (laughs) i knew my neighbor was weird well if you're not uh (laughs) If you're not going to like a militia meeting, then your odds of meeting feds are pretty, pretty low. <laughs> but if it's like, hey, uh, should we start like training and getting lots of guns together, getting ready to go kidnap Governor Whitner, Whitmer, uh, might be a fed. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing it what, out there. What is what is your take on 9-11? <laughs> well... You know, I was there and I saw the planes fly into the buildings, and then I saw them collapse. Obviously, <laughs> from fuel that melted the steel building, they couldn't from it just uh, couldn't structural stay, failure, structural not failure. from explosions or anything. Structural yeah. failure. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty clearly Bin Laden. Um, yeah. Oh, really? You knew all that like today? Wow. Who's Bin Laden? He's, you know, is the guy the guy that did this mainly? The guy that would orchestrate the only one with the capabilities to pull something like this off. Yeah. It's pretty clear. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh! If you get that joke, if you get that whole riff, then you're you're probably school. older. You're old, old school, older than thirty. Old school. The yeah. uh, 
Whitney Webb was interviewed on Grand Theft World two parts. One part last week, one part this week. Uh, in there, they talked about your old buddy Bill Barr. Bill Barr's dad, member of the CIA. Bill Barr becomes like the uh, quintessential cleanup crew. He's always Secretary yep. of State or in there to cover some scandal up. Starting with the Franklin scandal in, uh, under Reagan. It was interesting. I had to I had to give you a nod and a hat tip there. You always said Bill Barr was just there to cover it up, and you know the whole QAnon thing. Bill Barr's a good guy. The White Hats are in charge. Sit back and watch the show. Get your popcorn ready. Woo! It's gonna be awesome. Hillary's in Gitmo. I think I may have heard Whitney Webb talking about Bill Barr back. That that may have been part of the reason i was so skeptical but. yeah well that would do it all right are we done with your hate clips uh yes yeah i only have good clips left okay good clips yeah all right i have i have a greg reese oh good it's, it's greg reese he's had a, several one was like population control he's had some interesting ones one was like uh, he thinks the Great Reset is like a world coming tur- 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 Oh, that was it. Anyway, never mind. Some of his stuff is better than others, but this one kind of blew my mind because this is exactly what we've been talking about for the last year or so. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite. That will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control. Oh, by the way, I did want to mention this is the clip that Adam Curry ripped from this Greg Reese report and put in No Agenda Show without crediting him at all. Yeah, I remember yeah. Adam playing it. I thought. Uh... Yeah, I don't think this particular clip was in Frankenskies, but there was a bunch of old old footage and right. old speeches in well, it. Well, if but... you listen to the clip that Adam played in this clip I'm playing, it's the exact same because you can hear oh, yeah. the same ominous music. So anyway, it's Greg Reese's type of production. So Yes. World's cloud layer. And ultimately... Sorry, I'll, I'll start it again for the listeners. My bad. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. Project Cirrus is the first official attempt to modify a hurricane. It was run by General Electric with the support of the U.S. military. The official theory was that by changing the temperature outside the eyewall of a hurricane, which they did by seeding the clouds with various compounds such as silver iodide, a decrease in strong winds will result. On October 13, 1947, Project Cirrus targeted a hurricane heading out to sea, 
Approximately 180 pounds of dry ice was dropped into the clouds. The crew then reported a pronounced modification of the cloud deck, and the hurricane abruptly changed direction and made landfall near Savannah, Georgia. The public blamed the government. Irving Langmuir, who pioneered General Electric's atmospheric research department, and admitted that the project was about learning how to weaponize the weather, also claimed the reversal of the hurricane had been caused by Project Cirrus, but the government denied it for 12 years. After a short delay, the project officially continued, and in 1965, Project Storm Fury had targeted Hurricane Betsy for seeding. On that day, the storm immediately changed direction and made landfall in southern Florida. Congress blamed it on Project Storm Fury, but the government claimed that the hurricane shifted before they ever had a chance to seed it. And after two months of congressional hearings, the project was allowed to continue. During the Vietnam War, weather modification was weaponized in Operation Popeye. And as a result, starting in October of 1978, an international treaty now prohibits the military use of weather modification. In 1997, U.S. Defense Secretary William Cohen said that we have enemies capable of altering the climate and setting off earthquakes and volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic waves. And so controlling the weather seems to be a very real thing. And while the media lies to you, the government has placed gag orders on employees of the National Weather Service who have sought legal counsel to reverse these illegal gag orders. And they no longer need to seed the clouds. Chemtrails, or as John Brennan of the CIA calls it, stratospheric, stratospheric aerosol, aerosol injection, allows these black government projects the ability to put whatever they want into the skies. And HARP has the ability to change the temperature within the ionosphere. In congressional hearings, it was made known that HARP was a successful operation of controlling the ionosphere with ultra-high-powered radio frequency, and that the Air Force and DARPA went on to develop their own versions. The Air Force has uh, gotten great value out of HARP in the past. We, uh, we, we took over from the Navy and managed it and actually did a number of uh, experiment campaigns up there. and. Uh, have finished our, our work that we're interested in doing up there. We've uh, moving on to other ways of uh, managing the ionosphere, which the HARP was really designed to do, was to inject energy into the ionosphere, be able to actually control it. And uh, But that work is, has been completed. Frequency transmission manipulation of hurricanes is one of hundreds of patents on weather control. With conductive particles added to the storm, radio frequencies from multiple locations can steer a hurricane. According to geoengineeringwatch.org, this happened with Hurricane Ian. This is Hurricane Ian, passing near the NEXRAD transmission facility in Key West, Florida. When the transmission facilities are fully energized, they have a repelling effect on any air mass that has been saturated with electrically conductive climate engineering elements. As Hurricane Ian is allowed to make landfall, the frequency transmission facility in Melbourne, Florida is fully engaged. This effectively slows Ion's migration inland. The transmissions can diminish precipitation in some regions while augmenting it in others. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
Yeah, I was kind of blown away when that popped up. I was like, wait, what? Greg, t- Greg, Wait, talking and- about Andrew was right about that. Oh, I didn't say you were wrong. I never. We've been talking about this for a while. This yeah. is no. There, there was some good detail. Yeah, better than my just like they could steer it if they wanted to. Yeah, but yeah, dropping dry ice into it. Interesting. Yeah, and the you Using know chemtrails. What if the ionosphere is just a just another word for the firmament? <laughs> so a lot easier a lot easier to bounce stuff off of a off of the firmament than off of uh you know some layer of gases that somehow is reflective gases that are reflective i mean there's whole planets out there that are like that andrew like jupiter's nothing but a gas that's reflective yeah sitting right next to a vacuum and all the all the gas just stays and doesn't go out into the massive void of space there's a storm yeah seems legit andrew there's a storm on jupiter it's been going for well as long as we've been (laughs) able to see jupiter so it's a it's and you know how big the storm is you could fit like three earths in this jupiter in jupiter's storm so i don't know why you're questioning all this it's just pure science buddy (laughs) pure science pure science and some visual effects (laughs) Jupiter, man, you know, gosh, it's all gas. Venus, yeah. a bunch of them, they're all just gaseous. Comic strip blogger on No Agenda Social posting pictures of Jupiter's moons on No Agenda Social. I, I had to do the laugh emoji and say that was a good one. He, I don't think he got that I was questioning the veracity, but of the moons, come on, man. Jupiter has like six or eight like, moons. Like close-up pictures, <laughs> pictures in quotes. But yeah. yeah, of like, like some like topography, some like <sighs> landscape. Amazing. You get right in, in there. In Northern Ireland, just colored red. Wait, what? So this, uh, I've got a clip from Mr. Solozo, who you probably follow on Twitter. Well, maybe not. I don't know. But I don't uh, he I was do. on a, a podcast because, you know, everyone's got a podcast. Uh, what's the gal's name? Kate Kavanaugh. And it is, what's her, uh, Groundwork, the Groundwork, uh, podcast. And this clip is kind of what I rambled about last week as far as grocery stores and what have you, but he, he put it all together very nicely. There's kind of this like quiet like semi-monopolization of food that has occurred over the last uh, last few decades, whether it's like four beef packers controlling like 90% of the meat that you get in a grocery store to the fact that like when, anytime you're walking in the inner aisle of the grocery store, you see all these different boxes, these vibrant colors, these packages, chips, cereals, crackers, bread, whatever. There's really like an illusion of choice, right? Because there's about 33,000 products in a grocery store. I think that's what Michael Pollan said. Whoa. Which is crazy, right? 33,000. The number could be even higher. But it's really like this web of like 10 companies that's controlling all, right? All 33,000 products. Even the products themselves, it's really corn, wheat, soy, refined sugar, all kind of reworked in different intricate ways and different ratios of sugar to corn to wheat, whatever. But it's kind of like the same four ingredients controlled by 10 companies. Um, 
you know, and we as the consumer are the ones that are on the losing side of that all trying to optimize for their shareholder profit, which is technically legal in this country because that's part of the system. And they don't have the health. They unfortunately don't have the health of the end consumer in mind, which is you. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. It's just then get, give that man another six months and he'll see the eugenic side of it. So he's on the right track. <laughs> it's not about profit. If it were just about profit, they wouldn't spend extra money to make your food worse for you. They would just do the cheapest, you know, the cheapest manufacturing that people would buy instead of like, oh, let's get some poison in there. Yeah. So. Well, you got to get preservatives. I mean, this needs some seed oil. So, where where were the Amish wrong? Like, what, I, don't, I don't know what their like core beliefs are. Maybe they're, you know, do they believe in some crazy like, like a like a heaven where all the men go, but they can only let their wives in if their wives are good. Is there like some twisted part of the Amish I'm not aware of, or are they just pretty much dead on with everything? Uh, I'm I'm not an expert. Yeah. So I won't. I'm, I'm believe there's some theological problem somewhere. Yeah, I wouldn't. But doubt as it. far as the uh, lifestyle and growing food and <laughs> making stuff out of wood and you know they they saw TV. they saw that electricity was going to be a problem <laughs> long before you know before long before it was obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my uh, family lived in in Canada. They live closer to like a it was a Mennonite community. Mm-hmm. This is a real mind blower when you're a kid and you're like, wait, what? What is the what? What is this? You like go to the mall with my grandmother. It's like, what? What is this? Oh, they went to the mall. No, no, no we went to the mall. Yes, they, okay. they, they 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 did they did go to the mall. Yes, okay. Because at the mall they had horse and buggy parking. Okay. In Canada, for the Mennonites, so. I don't know. I think maybe maybe the no electricity is a, a little bit too far. Mutton chops maybe a little too far. Dressing oh, no. like dressing like you're in the 1860s maybe a little too far. Uh, never eating any processed food. Uh, so, sounds about right. I mean, yeah, seems, seems good. Sounds like the federal government needs to get involved <laughs> and shut down those farmers. How, how dare they sell? You milk know, from an animal those like, amish organic farmers that's who we need to shut down yeah yeah don't don't worry about cargill don't worry about you know coca-cola killing people Coca-Cola, in central Pepsi. central america yeah there's it is crazy if you look at like who owns you know you could start with whatever company you want and then look at for their parent company general mills it's just there aren't that many companies when it comes down to it. And the the whitewash and the the hood the hoodwink the head fake of uh, animal proteins are bad for you. That guy mentioned Michael Pollan. The China study is one of the most off-cited you know books in reference to you know red meat or animal protein being bad for you. It, yes, that is a, a big thesis of the book, but a lot of what he goes into in that book is how poorly the livestock are treated and what 
that leads to in stress hormones and effects on the meat that is then consumed. But anyway, it's all such a psyop to get you to go away from meat. But now on the other side of it, you go, you hear them describe a grocery store and that's exactly what it is. There's a bunch of colors all owned by Pepsi and, you know, Palm Olive and Unilever and all these other, you know, uh, companies or whatever. Palm Olive is probably not one of them. I think it's just so. Well, well I think Palm Olive, might be part of Unilever. I think it is. Yeah, so I meant Unilever. But it's just owned by these huge conglomerates. But what what's not in the meat packing places, there's only so many of them. But like your local farmer and his cow, it's literally like not, I mean, it's like one of the closest things you can get to like a normal life as God intended. Well, and the, so the, the meat packing thing is important because they, there's literally four of them and that's how they manipulate the pricing. Yeah. So, and kind of screw the ranchers over. Like they'll basically take turns bidding instead of actually bidding against each other. It's a, a cartel. So I, I believe there's a massive project with independent ranchers building their own uh, meat packer, like large scale. Awesome. That's what like we need more of. Hundreds of millions of dollar deal. So that's could be a good thing. Yeah. Well, I hope it would be it'd be weird if something like that caught on fire, wouldn't it? Yeah. So let's keep an eye on that one. I should actually have a story for it, but I don't. But uh I do I just wanted to make a couple of comments on politics. Oh. So here Are you it's, are you, it's that are, time of year Are you right wing? This comes from Real Clear Politics. Oregon and Oklahoma may shock us on election day. Okay. I'm interested. So. That's weird. That's weird. They. Chills repping down your spine when you saw this title. It's weird. No. No. So they. They are positing that the Republican may win in Oregon. Partially because there's two Democrats running. uh, This. Lady Betsy is is running against Kina, Tina Kotek as an independent, even though but she's isn't Tina you know, Kotek gay? Yeah, so like how how, how could you lose? Right? <laughs> so weird. Like how could you? She's how could you literally the most qualified because she's LGBT. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, Tina Kotek posts something to Twitter. It's it'll get like forty comments, all negative, <laughs> and like maybe a hundred likes. I mean, it's a crazy. It's like then, who's voting for these people? No el- one's actually voting for these people. Then election night, it's a landslide. Yes. So, yeah, there, there's layers to this, but we're in the phase now because then they go on to say, oh, and uh, the Republican in Oklahoma. Stitt is losing to, uh, what's her name? Whoever the Democrat is. No. So this is so bogus. Yeah. What, one of those things could potentially be true. Which which is? But in the same year, there will not be a Democrat <laughs> governor of Oklahoma and a Republican governor of Oregon. That will not happen. If anyone would like to place a wager... On those two things happening in the same year. I'm your guy. I'm, 
I'm yeah, I'm open for for business there. We'll, now, we'll I, I would suggest this, this particular year, uh, you know, if they actually let them let them count the only the voters' votes, uh, you know, the Republicans could certainly win in Oregon. Uh, but what I would expect is that all the infrastructure is still in place and. Oh, what do you know? Tina Kotak won, and Oregon still got a Democrat governor for the seventeenth straight time, or whatever it is. And, but I am much more confident that <laughs> the Democrat will not be winning in Oklahoma. People don't know how it is here. Like they just see it on the map. They're like, ah, it looks like all the counties are red on that one. That's weird. <laughs> and it, it's not that like. <laughs> anyone's like oh yeah our governor is great no it's like no. but are you so are you voting for the democrat no no <laughs> nope i told the bolster i was though that was funny no. <laughs> the, the polls are so bogus it's all landlines yeah. it's like what that is not a representative sample <laughs> You know, te- Texas has this reputation in the U.S. as like being this like everything's bigger in Texas, so we'll do it our own way and blah blah blah. Oklahoma is not that big, doesn't have that big a reputation, doesn't have all the negative connotations that come with being like we're the biggest, we're the best. Has all of the just leave me alone, <laughs> just leave me alone. That's yeah, it's pretty much the should be the state motto. Welcome to Oklahoma. Leave me alone. Leave other people alone. We'll be good. Yep. I, I do feel like we should have better politicians. Like, Oklahoma deserves better. I, I agree. You know, you know. Oh, but dude, some I I expect to be lambasted for this 100%, so you can do it. But, like, I cannot believe the state of the DMV in this state. <laughs> like... At least in Washington, there was like a semi-functioning government. I hated it, but like, you know, I could get in in one day and get a driver's license and get out. No, but no, you couldn't. In Washington? Yes, not, not, not oh. now. Well, yeah. So post-COVID, I have, I must have got mine right before COVID went down because I'm still flying high on my, yeah. I, I waited six months for a, no, a DMV po- appointment in Oregon. Portland completely, no, no. Oregon not, was, not Portland. I know it's not Portland. I'm sorry. Tiny or- little hood river. I know. Oregon completely like just gave up. And we yeah. knew that. We were selling cars into Oregon and then they were like, Well, how do I get it licensed? We're like, Well, here's your uh <laughs> here's all the paperwork that you need for it and good luck. And they're like, What? And like they're like, Yeah, we're we're not able to send anything to them. they're closed, they're not taking any business. And so I think there's a solid year there. I, I would be interested to know like what the overlap time period was where people could receive a uh, expired registration ticket in the state of Oregon. Like Oregon completely gave up after COVID. Like, ah, we don't like registration anyway. <laughs> like just no, I, I drove around for months with no license plate. It was never an issue. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I don't think three, I don't, or, three or I don't, four months. I don't know if you know how insane that is. That is never got stopped that once. Is insane. Yeah. Meanwhile, I live in the mo or I lived in the most overtaxed state where they made darn sure you could get in and spend your money with the government. And I'm selling these super expensive cars and you know, registration to Oregon. Ah, it's just like an IOU. Just just write him a letter, print out an email, just carry it around, show it to the state trooper. You should be fine. 
<laughs> yep. Anyway, I cannot get into the DMV here. Make an appointment. Go to make an appointment. It's like two months out, three months out. I'm like oh, that's yeah. not gonna work. Show up for the uh, show up for the walk in. Walk ins aren't open today. What? Why? It doesn't like how is that a thing? Show up the next day. Uh, it's not walk in time. You have to come back at a different time. Well, I was here yesterday and there was no walk in time. Oh, we're, we're short staffed, so you have to come back another day. Okay, show up another day. Up oh, walk ins are closed today. Okay, good. Week two weeks later, come back for another day. Walk in. Uh, they're, they're open today. I arrived at 7.55. They open at 8, and I'm like the 58th person in line. No exaggeration. What? Why don't you just make an appointment for two months from now? Uh, that's probably what I'm going to have to do, because I don't want to delay it any further, but I guess that's probably what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm mean, just trying to get in there. I, I could point out that you, you could have made an appointment for two months after you got here originally. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, you, I definitely, I definitely could have done that, but I didn't. Is it? Because I will say, you know, it it took a couple months. Yeah. Fortunately, my I had finally gotten organ plates, and they were still current; they weren't expired or anything. And but when my appointment time came up, just went right in, piece of cake, five minutes, done. Oh well, there you go. So it was. Uh, they didn't didn't try to get get me to get the real ID. So that's just, interesting because they were yeah. the, where I went the DMV here in Edmond. They were all about the real ID. This is what you can do with the real ID. This is what you can't do if you don't have a real ID. This, these are the, the like it was a, like a on a loop playing like a recording. Anyway, well, interesting. It's neither yeah. here nor there. Uh, you used to be a resident of what state? Oregonia and. Washingtonia and Arizona. This Carrie Lake, she's hard. Oh, you got the Carrie Lake clip. I almost clipped it. She's hard not to like. Hard not to like. I I remember seeing her on the news. She was the news model. That's is she one of the ones that quit and was like, I'm just going to run for office around here. Yeah, but uh, she was a news anchor for a long time. Like when I was living in Arizona, she was on the news. She's awesome. I'm actually shocked you asked that question. <laughs> well, actually, yes, I have to give you a tough one once in a while. <laughs> you know, I, I did a little, actually, Anthony. Anthony, how old are you? 20. Are you a journalist? No. Well, you did better research than half these people. Um, let's talk about election deniers. Here's 150 examples of Democrats denying election results. Oh, wow, look at this. This is from... This is from uh, Joe Biden's press secretary. Reminder, Brian Kemp stole the gubernatorial election from Georgians and Stacey Abrams. Democrats saying that. Is that an election denier? Oh, look at this. Just heard Republican Ryan Costello said it would be difficult for Stacey Abrams to win because she lost her state bid, but yet she's still claiming she never lost. This is outright Hillary Clinton. Trump is an illegitimate president. Is she an election denier? This one says, was the 2016 election legitimate? It now definitely is a question worth asking. That's the Los Angeles Times. So it's okay for Democrats to question elections, but it's not okay for Republicans. It's a crock of BS. Every one of you knows it. We have our freedom of speech, and we're not going to relinquish it to a bunch of fake news propagandists. If you want a copy of these, 
I'm sure that we're, Anthony would help you get a copy and help you learn how to be journalists, but look it up. It's been happening for a long time. Since 2000, people have questioned the legitimacy of our elections. And all we're asking is that in the future, we don't have that have to happen anymore. When I'm governor, excuse me, when I'm governor, we're going to make sure we have honest elections. We want the Democrats, the Independents, and the Republicans to all know that their vote counted. We want fair, honest, and transparent elections, and we're going to deliver that for the people. But just remember, guys, this is one page after Hillary Clinton says George W. Bush was selected president, not elected. So let's start, if you're going to start throwing around terms like election denier, let's remember who the other election deniers were, Hillary Clinton and all the Democrats. Next question. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, I mean, they say the the fiercest critic is like the former true believer. That's what you and, said last week, actually, yeah. And there is an element of, like, Carrie Lake hates the media more than any politician I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she for was sure. the media. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, she knows how fake it all is. She knows how dumb these people are. And she's not holding back, so... And and she knows what they're going to do with her, you know, her quotes. If they, like, oh, they can pull this part out of there and that, that part out of there. And the Arizona Republic will say, oh, Carrie Lake said this crazy thing. So. I don't know if it's the anchor uh, history, the anchor pedigree or whatever, but man, she commit <laughs> she. She commands a camera, commands the the room. She's uh, she's got everything. Should be uh, should be interesting. You think? She's yeah, a- maybe uh, maybe future uh, vice presidential candidate. Yeah, in the making. So she's she's something. So she's definitely better than Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I think same sort of like she's an upgraded version of that right idea. So I know L- Lauren Boebert is uh, she's got her issues. Apparently, a very sordid past, but man, she's good at trolling. <laughs> she can, it's like the Elon. She can she can meme. She can troll. When she I didn't know she had a sordid past. I just knew you know she was. They tried to kick her out of Congress like three different times, but yeah, no, I think there's some evidence of some strangeness i don't know or with i don't know it doesn't have anything to do with the content uh, of what she's talking about when she said three words uh let's go brandon oh that was perfect i believe did you see that i believe she smashed in her re-election though didn't she oh yeah like she's just dominating maybe it hasn't happened yet but or in the primary i think in the primary yeah you saw her let's go brandon tweet and the result no so joe biden comes out and says i got three words made in america okay you didn't hear about this no yeah this is the whole so i wish i had the clips now so joe biden comes out he does a he's a detroit automaker and he says i have three words let's go brandon or no he i'm sorry he goes i have three words made in america and everybody starts laughing like at him to his face. In, no, as, he didn't say three words. Two words. I'm sorry. I'm messing up the whole. You're quote. messing up the whole bit. I'm messing yeah. up the whole bit. He says, "I have two words for you: made in America." 
So anyway, uh, Lauren <laughs> Lauren Bobert comes out like the next the next day or that day and says, "I have two words for you. Let's go, Brandon." And left the bait out there for all the and all the blue check marks. She's an idiot. She doesn't know. <laughs> this makes three words. Oh, she can't even count. And it's like she perfectly proved her point. They yep. they were they they wouldn't say a word about him, but they would definitely come at somebody else. So I thought that was kind of a brilliant move. It's one of our only weapons, making people laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, what else? You got anything else? I think I'm good, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else. Uh, thank, thank the good Lord, Oklahoma did not lose to Kansas University. So the end times are yet. <laughs> <laughs> are you intentionally calling them Kansas University instead of University of Kansas? Oh, no, no, definitely not. Uh, okay. University of Kansas, my fault. <laughs> I just, I don't refer to them by their correct name unless they're dribbling a basketball you know what actually it is ku maybe you're right no i think it's university of kansas i don't know who cares who cares it's kansas (laughs) yeah i I love kansas i think we found out oklahoma has exactly one quarterback yes (laughs) (laughs) and if he goes down the whole team goes down yeah it's uh all of them no backup but uh well speaking of sports We've played uh, some some clips from Thug Nasty, Bryce oh, Mitchell, no. oh, UFC. No. So he's taking on Joe Rogan. Oh, no. And Joe Rogan is the UFC commentator, he's, right? He's the guy, you know? yep. Besides, actually, I think he was probably doing, I don't know which came first, podcast or UFC. But I know Fear Factor was first. But Yeah. Um, but anyway. What an interesting character he is. Yeah, so he apparently, and I've, I'm not a Roganite. I thought maybe you would know what uh, Bryce Mitchell is so upset about. But apparently, Joe Rogan has been making fun of Flat Earthers Oh, on the podcast. Oh. So this this got him riled up. So here's, here's Bryce Mitchell calling out Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, me and my mama will tell you right now this earth is flat. It ain't moving around at no 600-something thousand miles an hour, spinning a thousand miles an hour, and floating through the universe constantly, okay? This earth is flat, it's fixed, and the stars and stuff rotate around us. The sun rotates around us, okay? And I can prove that. I would love to debate you, Joe Rogan, because I'm tired of you making fun of flat earthers. They're trying to feed you these lies to make you think that science is right and that that God didn't create this universe the Big Bang did. Okay, I used to be an atheist because I used to believe that this universe was created by the Big Bang. I used to believe all that crap from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Okay, and I'm just so sick and tired of hearing your crap, Joe, about flat earth, uh, flat earthers being stupid. Gravity ain't real. It's density. This paper 
when it drops it's because it's more dense than the air around it not because of some magical thing called gravity there is no proof of gravity brother there's only proof of density that's why hot air balloons float because of hot air being less dense okay not because a hot air balloon is an anti-gravitational device and i will debate you right to your face and i'm tired of this crap that you're posting i'm tired of you making fun of flat earthers because you got one right here that will bring it to you and I know you won't accept this challenge. Actually, no, I don't know. But I bet you won't. I bet you'll sissy out. And that crap you're posting, it's leading people away from the Holy Spirit. This this universe wasn't created from no Big Bang. I don't care what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. And we didn't land on the moon. And Neil deGrasse Tyson knows we didn't land on the moon. He's lying about it too. Okay? All these people are lying, brother. And... All you're doing is leading people away from the Spirit. When when you understand that God created this universe, then you'll understand that there's no need for all this Big Bang and this and that, and, and it's all a bunch of crap. That's why the stars, the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper, are in the same position they've always been in. Because the universe ain't constantly expanding. <laughs> Nails it. I'm not sure why you brought this cliff. <laughs> so, well, I actually... I know the the perception, right? And this yeah. is this I did not get this from a pro flat earther. I got this from a UFC guy making fun of Bryce Mitchell. And you got the Arkansas accent, the southern, you know, the southern voice, country boy, what have you. But what I what I will point out is that him at, you know, self-professed backwoods Arkansas he wasn't taught flat earth growing up. Yeah. You know, no one is. Yeah. And that's it. The, there's no, there's no one that's like, Oh, indoctrinated into flat earth growing up. And then they see the error of their ways when they go to, to college. No, you, you learn the globe and the universe and the solar system model from day one. And if you, you know, you either never question it, but it, I will say if your response is just to laugh at it and look, I can dismiss someone because of their accent because I can because I think they're they're stupid, which is the, you know, the common reaction to that that clip. You know, that that is propaganda that's being propagandized when you when you can't, um, you know, give facts logic reason when it's just like oh you're stupid uh, everybody knows this and then you know, I would just say look into uh, look into why you think that or where did that idea come from and Bryce Mitchell was a globe earther just like we all were before he wasn't so. Bryce Mitchell. Dirt. Thug Nasty. Thug Nasty. <laughs> People I didn't think I'd hear a clip from today. Coming from Andrew Hoffman. Oh. Uh, I got I think I, I got one more. This is uh fairly interesting and we 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 this will take us right into Alex Jones territory. Oh, by the way, Kanye saying am I in Alex Jones territory right now? It's pretty 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 awesome. Just, am I was that in response to the lawsuit or just with the 
No, just when he was kind of ranting about the th- oh, you know, okay. the third rail, about yeah. being canceled and whatnot. Also, I, I don't think it's important because I think I heard like what what when I say the word Greek Orthodox to you, what do you what do you think? Uh, think of the Greek Orthodox kind of outfit deal. Yeah. Like of their priests or whatever the yeah, the Greek Orthodox is. Church is the body of several churches within the larger Eastern Orthodox Christian community. Greek Orthodox has been used anyway. This is what Jamie Diamond is, which I thought was interesting. Hmm. Well, that's different than Jewish. I I think, but then I thought I heard somebody. I think maybe Kanye actually calls Jamie Diamond out as being one of his enemies and being Jewish. So I don't know. It's not super important, but well, because it was JP Morgan that dropped him, right? Correct. That booted him out. And then last week I said, well, I don't think Jamie Dimon's Jewish. You're like, he probably is. And then I looked it up. He's Greek Orthodox, which, well, it... okay. <laughs> I don't, I, believe he's a satanist if you want to get technical <laughs> about his religion worships uh well but if he's jewish and he's a satanist then he's a kabbalist so let's let's be let's let's speak in real terms here andrew no i'm just kidding yeah. just kidding i don't try to make uh i have uh, a habit of guessing people's uh religion or whether or not they're saved or anything like that none of my business but i just curious is he jewish because uh there there is a, a Undo- spiritual hatred of jews out there absolutely that's definitely a, a real thing yeah and at the same time it doesn't mean that uh you know israel's the state of israel is great and I think that's- anything they do should be defended at all costs but one of the things that you and i have always agreed on and i think you you've actually put it best was uh uh, people, you know, you don't want to be the people who are harboring the is, you know, Israel from being judged by God. You don't want to be the people getting in between Israel and God because it just doesn't usually go well yeah, you, for those people. You don't, you don't want to be attacking Israel. You yes. don't want to be the country attacking Israel. Yeah. Uh, God has said what will eventually happen with Israel and he will deliver them. But America is not God. No, that's a good point. That might be words of wisdom right there. America is not God. Yeah. That's, that's that's some throwback there. That's an early RRN statement there. Yeah, for sure. I found, uh, do you want to hear about crisis actors in Australia? Alex Jones territory? Absolutely. I, You know, it is... 12:39 a.m. and there's nothing I would rather hear about right now than crisis actors in Australia. Well, you're in for a treat. And this is for them. It's had a really huge impact on your family. You, you're not able to look after your kids at the moment. I haven't been working. Like I'm a single mum. It's not easy. Hello, I'm Paul Barry. Welcome to Media Watch. And that was single mum Ramona, one of 700 COVID patients hospitalised in Australia at the end of last month, who, 
along with two others in Sydney's Concord Hospital, was keen to warn people of the dangers of COVID by sharing heartbreaking stories about their illness from their hospital beds. So please get vaccinated. Where shall I go beforehand? Shortness in breath, something attacking the, the lungs. It was, it was harsh. Footage of those patients, identified only by their first names, was recorded by Dr Lucy Morgan and released by New South Wales Health and made it onto all the major networks, including ABC News, 10 News First and 7 News. But soon, people on social media were wondering if the New South Wales Health video was actually a fake. And among the sceptics was former One Nation Senator Rod Cullerton, whose post received thousands of likes and another former senator, David Lionhelm. And one intrepid TikToker who went digging was able to reveal... I found all three actors. Now, how can this be coincidental? Yes, all three, including Ramona, were supposedly paid crisis actors who did not have COVID at all. And another internet sleuth then set out to prove it, ringing Concord Hospital to show that Ramona Khoury was not a patient there. Hello, is this Concord Hospital? Um, hi, it's John Curry. I'm just uh, looking for my wife. Hey, uh, Ramona Curry. I just can't see anyone with that well, bingo. That video, which TikTok only removed today, had nearly 800,000 views. There you go. The, you mean there weren't people that were like, oh, if only I'd taken the vaccine? Please. Please so, just, just get vaccinated. Thank you, yeah, children. They they were on a ventilator, and they said, "If only I'd taken the vaccine." <laughs> Wait, I didn't think that. I mean, what? <laughs> How does that work, Andrew? I didn't think oh, you, if you're on man, a ventilator. And then they, then the Iraqi soldiers took the babies out of the incubators <laughs> and threw them on the ground. <laughs> took the babies out of the incubators. All right, we didn't do the verse of the day. I have it now. You can prepare your words of wisdom, except I think you already did. America is not God. So, verse of the day? I like how you always... Well, never mind. I always what? You decide for me on the words of wisdom. But I, I, do, I, a terrible, I, I do a terrible job. I, I never prep it. So, I don't know why we keep doing the segment, but... Because uh, I like to force you to give us words of wisdom, but sometimes I feel bad for you and I preface it with he doesn't have any because he already gave it because you usually try to come up with a reason why we don't have words of wisdom. So I was doing it for you. But <laughs> if you'd like to tell us what the words of wisdom are, I would be super interested to hear it after this clip, after verse of the day. All right. What's the passage? Matthew chapter 6, I've been thinking about this. We've been talking about present moment awareness. What about just going into your prayer closet? Chapter 6. Take heed that ye do not your arms before men to be seen of them, otherwise ye have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine arms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, 
Thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness! No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow, they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith! Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you.
Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil. There you go. Go to the prayer closet. Don't do things for other people. Don't uh, let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Pray asking for daily bread. Don't repeat as the heathens do. The worry well, does, does not add anything to the... Uh... No, it's not the heathens. Well, yeah, yeah there was the heathens too, but the the main thing was the religious leaders of the day sure. making it very obvious that they were giving large donations. So. Right, that's the alms. No, 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 the, the repeating as the heathens do. Yeah. The alms is, uh, yeah, making it, letting everybody know, or when you're fasting, letting everybody know. But the ending there, there's no, there's no good place to stop that chapter at all because at the end it yeah. starts, starts going into the lilies. I was going to say, cut it off at the best part, but oh, yeah. did I? No, there's no. I didn't right. stop it. I, th- a, I thought that a, was the whole thing. I, I, I thought that was oh. the, full, the full chapter. Maybe it was the start of the next chapter. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Each Lily... day, each day has enough trouble. Oh, that's right. That's that's yeah. the last verse, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe my my version has the last verse cut off. That's too bad. All right, Andrew. Do you have any words of wisdom for us before we get out of here? Now that it is Wednesday morning. Uh, don't ignore the giant bloody elephant in your living room. <laughs> I think that's true. So. Yeah, you're right. It was the last verse, which was totally cut off. Seek ye first the kingdom of his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. And I think that's where my clip cuts off. But you're right. The best one of one of the best parts of the, is verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Gotta love the King James. There you go. All right. Well, I guess uh, same bat time, same bat channel. We'll be back next week. Just about I this time. So. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Tim. Thank you. So, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll be back uh, seven full rotations of the Earth, and we'll, we'll be we'll be back and ready to go. <laughs> yeah, that's. Did you you ever look at uh, <laughs> sunset in Seattle versus uh, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely have. Yeah, it's interesting that it doesn't doesn't match up very well. It's know, further where... away. It's further away in Seattle than it is here. It's like uh, two hours and fifty minutes difference today, I think. But is it really? Yeah. That's one thing that yeah I haven't talked to you about, but I'm sure you've noticed the days get short here real fast. Whereas in Seattle, they stay long for a while. The Northwest. No, no, no. The, it gets dark earlier in in Seattle. At this point already. Yep. It oh was wow. Six oh seven p.m. sunset in in Yakima. That's where. Sure. My wife looked at, but uh, yeah, probably pretty similar in Seattle and like six fifty one here. Interesting. There was some, you know, there was some days in there June, July, because of the rotation, like the the tilt of the Earth. Yeah, the that uh, the tilt, the sun that's 
93 million miles away and it's so different from you know when you're a couple thousand miles over it yeah. makes perfect sense yeah, yeah. no it's a wobble there's like a tilt yeah sure but there's <laughs> some days june and july that are so long in the northwest and here they're not quite as long yeah and that's that is true but it's nice that uh, it's never like super dark at 3 30 in the afternoon here that doesn't happen absolutely yeah. it'll get dark about five instead of th- yeah 3 30 people don't know how hard it is being in the northwest you go to work it's dark you come home and it's dark it's getting on yeah. up, it's getting on up towards alaska and see when you're in alaska the tilt of the earth keeps it so that the, <laughs> Dang, so you're that an expert the, on that tilt of the earth that explains everything it huh? does so just say tilt of the earth we, it's summertime i'd love and to the hear the sun is the out all the traveling time traveling 600,000 miles an hour through the universe while while spinning and rotating around in the sun how that factors in too but Gra- gravity bro gravity <laughs> clearly it's gravity i don't know yeah. it has nothing to do with the tilt of the earth and the sun being out all the time in alaska in the summer and not at all in the winter so how, where's your how does your flat earth explain that huh 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 huh, huh? <laughs> it's a small local sun and it Man, did you see the sunrise this morning? I, I didn't because it's so much later and later. I actually get to the gym and back before the sun's up. Uh, it was beautiful this morning. Uh, when I was keep my eye out. Oh, taking I think, the oldest to school. It was yeah, the, taking yeah. taking them to school. Was, I I like that perfect grid system in the in the Oklahoma City area. For those of you who don't know, and the you know, listeners who do, Gretchen, hello. Uh, all of the streets here. Uh, go north and south and east and west, which is interesting. It's like a supposedly idyllic because it's a grid city laid out previous to the city being built, but uh, makes for interesting uh, drives uh, at rush hour in the afternoon or in the morning for the commute when you're headed due east into the sun. Literally everyone driving has their visor down <laughs> and their <laughs> sunglasses on as they drive into the sun. Yeah, it's a uh, Phoenix is like that too. Is it? It's a giant grid. Yeah. 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 Oh, it well. does make navigation pretty easy. Sure, yeah. absolutely, it is pretty easy. That part is true. All right. Well, that's it. I got to uh, wrap this thing up so that we can get to bed and uh, do it all again tomorrow. Well, not this part, but the rest of the day. Yeah, not we're not daily podcasters. Come on now. Not yet. Not yet. So, someday. <laughs> That's the dream. No. No. I'll I'll tell you what, you do a, another two hour podcast with some other people two days from now and then then we'll see if you want to expand the number of podcasts all right i don't know if you, you uh, let's talk about before you have another guest appearance i don't want you completely worn out by the time you get in here sick of talking <laughs> it was i was too worn out to talk today i, I was impressed Sorry. with your listening skills though today Andrew. <laughs> did a great job listening oh thanks thanks tim yeah yeah i learned a lot i learned a lot about the tilt of the earth <laughs> really learned a lot today i don't even know if it's a tilt of the earth someone's gonna write in like look the globe works like this You're, you've defended the position poorly it's fine i don't yeah, care then they'll say that yeah that the stars go the other way if if you're in new zealand it's like yeah there's an explanation for that but 
What about the toilet bowl? When you flush, it goes the other way. Yeah, explanation for that too. There's explanations for everything, I'm sure. All right, that's it. We can't continue to discuss this while not discussing this, while joking around, while being delirious and not sleeping. So we're going to have to wrap it up somewhere and right now as good a place as any. So thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thanks, everybody. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-